This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Wednesday, and I've been running behind all day. Hold on, RB. Hold on, RP. I'll get you some weed. I'm still sharing everything out to all the different places, all the shit that I, I, I usually try to do during the countdown. I was I was trying to get ready during the countdown tonight. Oh, fuck. It's been a hell of a day in Justin World. Hopefully I didn't kill a dog today. I hope I didn't. Warlord, RB, Sky Comet, love you guys. And also, like, I sneezed a million times as I was sitting here doing this. I need to blow my nose so bad. God damn. It's not high enough for this shit. <laughs> I've I've not worked on any merchandise. I've not had a chance to do. I've not had a chance to do any of my like expanded freak show troll patrol endeavors. My apologies, warlord guys. Like I do. I got I got a business to run. This this shit don't pay the bills yet. My apologies, but I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get you a sticker. Also, to anybody that listens to the podcast, I'm sorry. Usually, the podcast goes up like an hour or two after the show airs. Uh, that has not been the case since the move. I usually put it up like the day after, and I apologize to podcast listeners. I'm going to try to go back to the original schedule. All like three of you. There are three of you now that listen religiously. Thank you. Love you guys. Whoever you are out there in podcast land. Um, I'm going to try my best to have it up for you the evening of. Because I know like it's a news show. It's a fucking news show. It, like, it's, why are you listening to yesterday's news You know, in the, in the noon tomorrow? That's not good shit. So I want to have it up for you in a timely manner. So you're listening to today's news at the end of the day. Maybe you're working the night shift and you're listening to the Troll Patrol. You're traveling back from someplace. Totally cool. I want to give you today's news. I don't want you listening to yesterday's podcast. That's not cool. I'm trying. I'm trying. And for those of you on the Patreon, I promise. Got way more content coming at you. I've been slacking here lately. You haven't been getting you. I haven't been doing the freaking news hardly at all. So I apologize. I'm going to do my best to make sure that we we are on top of that. You get freaking newses every day. And uh, the bonus freaking newses for the Patreon subscribers. They get Saturday and Sunday freaking news. But I've just been like... I've been overwhelmed. I've been overwhelmed with the move. Uh, Smokey going missing for eight days. Cats in the ceiling. Oh my God. But here's your meme for the day. He's a 10. That's it. That's the meme. There's a picture of Pam Poovy from uh, the TV show Archer. Probably my dream woman. I wish, I wish Pam Poovy was a, a real woman. 
I'd snatch her up in a heartbeat. That's that's YV material right there. Sploosh! Uh, and I didn't like it when she I didn't like it when she got on Coke and uh got all skinny and shit. No no no. I want I I, I want normal Pam Pooby. With all the curves. God I love her so much. Back when uh we were we were we were asking each other, Sparkles and I on the Freak Show, uh, who you would who you would do it with in VR, and I was like, Pam Poovy, that's my pick. Back when Keanu Reeves said he doesn't care if people fuck him in VR, I would be honored. I would be honored if somebody fucked me in VR. Take it as a compliment. But you know, like, there's only one type of person that's going to fuck me in VR. You live in sexual anarchy. They live in sexual anarchy. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe they're on crack. That was on crack. Right, right. <laughs> well- <coughs> I did have a girlfriend that was a crack whore. Who's apparently dead now. I don't know if I told this story the other day. So, well, I mean, I remember I mentioned to you guys that the crack whore had passed away. Somebody in the chat decided to uh, play detective. Knew enough about me to find out who the crack whore was. Went, went snooping on her and found out that she died a couple of years ago. So the crack whore is no longer alive. I always wondered what would happen if she stumbled onto this show. But the show was only on for a couple months before she uh she uh she passed on. So I you know, like fucking I I was unfazed by the fact that my crack whore ex girlfriend uh passed away. I told my friends about it and my friends were really sad. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? You're not you're not, you know, I'm kind of jovial about it. They're like, dude, she was always really nice to us. <laughs> we liked her. <laughs> I forget sometimes, like, you know, clearly there was a reason why I was attracted to her. That She was, <laughs> she, she had uh, admi- admirable traits. I get lost in the caricature that I've created over the years of, uh, cause it has been well over a decade since she and I broke up <laughs> and I've, I've talked about the crack whore ex-girlfriend many times in many, in many different avenues from doing stand-up comedy to, uh, the freak show when I was in college to this show now. So, hey, Cassandra, uh, I'd pour some bong water out for you, but that would be nasty. I would like to make that a tribute that I could do for people. Pour bong water out when people uh, pass away in tribute. But bong water is so fucking nasty. You don't want to get that on your floor. Porg, Dustin, I love you guys. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, oh, yeah, we got news to talk about, don't we? 
I got I got to grind up some pot. I'm not high enough for any of this shit. But I will say that uh, Biden is back at work today after testing negative for COVID. So I guess we are no longer on Biden dies of COVID watch. I have not heard that Senator Manchin has tested positive yet. However, he has uh, agreed to a deal with Chuck Schumer to revive part of the Build Back Better. But, I mean, we are still on. Manchin dies of COVID watch. Uh, I cracked myself up. I'm just what Trump said he did not get the boosters and didn't plan on getting the boosters, but he's a lying sack of shit. So I'm I'm just waiting for him to get reinfected with the COVID, and then we're gonna be on Trump dies of COVID watch. <laughs> oh oh I'll just go through them all tonight. A football dude says he'll raise players' kids. If they have any unwanted pregnancies, I didn't know that football players could get pregnant. Whole new layer to this, what is a woman? Fiasco we got going on. (laughs) Apparently he's doubling down. Uh, He gave an interview to one of the local news stations in Michigan. Jim Harbaugh! Charlie Kirk is big, big mad. Charlie Kirk is big, big mad at Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, apparently, Whoopi compared CPUSA. Okay, as I understand it, there were there was a Nazi group outside of TPUSA. I don't know. The TPUSA people say they were protesting TPUSA, but they they seem to they seem to share a hell of a lot of views with the people at TPUSA. But they were waving around Nazi flags. And Whoopi Goldberg associated TPUSA with the Nazi flags. And apparently Charlie Kirk, oh, no, 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 we weren't involved with that. Blah, 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 blah. And he's threatening to sue the view. Old small face Kirk. You live in sexual anarchy. Unfortunately, we got to hear from him tonight. Hey, do you remember Nicholas Sandman? Do you remember Nicholas Sandman? The little punk-ass kid went to a Catholic school in Kentucky, got in the face of a water protector uh, on the steps of the Capitol, I believe it was. Uh, He sued CNN and they settled for an undisclosed sum, which I assume was less than what CNN would have paid out in legal fees. Uh, apparently he's still suing people and a judge was like, "Uh uh-uh, this shit ain't gonna fly and tossed his case. I'm happy to report to you that as of today, all five of the police officers that you saw on camera that were involved in the death of George Floyd are now in prison. Are now in prison. So fuck yeah, I'm happy to bring that news to you today. Wild story out of Tennessee. A deputy baptized a suspect instead of taking them to jail. 
And there's video. There's video of it. Apparently, the deputy is not a deputy anymore. Uh, oh, 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 we're going to get to uh, Donald Trump, who is now uh, officially under criminal investigation, it would seem. And he's having a meltdown about it. We're going to talk about Nancy Pelosi's trip to Taiwan, why it is such a big deal, why China is throwing a shit fit about it, and then we're going to give you a little history that you may not know about. Nancy Pelosi was a little bit of a rabble-rouser in her earlier years, so we're going to step back in time. About 30 years. I believe it's 1993? 1992? She made a trip to China. She caused a bit of a stir over there. We actually have the video of it. We're going to talk about Brittany Griner. She testified in her case. The U.S. is apparently offering a substantial deal to bring her back. Russia is also apparently set to uh, leave the uh, International Space Station. Set to leave the International Space Station. Does it look like we're going to be returning to the Iran deal anytime soon? We're also going to talk about the economy tonight. Another fa- uh, another another Fed rate hike is incoming. Meanwhile, Axios reporting that the meta-recession is probably over. However, the White House seems to be bracing for bad news about the economy. That was the asshole kid from Covington, Kentucky. That is the exact one. That, that school is known for uh, being a bunch of shitheads. I've seen the courts move slower, I guess. True, true, Dustin. I'm, I'm not exactly sure, Porg. I mean, they're pulling out of the ISS. We'll, we'll get to that story, get to the reasons. Once again, I haven't, I haven't read it. I need to, I need to. Grinds and pop, but we've also got we've also got more to talk about. Let me let me finish the rundown. We're gonna talk about the chips bill. We're gonna talk about the chips bill that is to produce more microchips, or actually to produce microchips here in the United States. I believe as of right now, uh, they are all produced in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the microprocessors, maybe maybe that's what it is. Which is another, maybe I, I should have put that story with Pelosi going to Taiwan. But we're going to hear from Bernie Sanders about why he was against the chips bill. I think he's, uh, he's calling it a handout. Plus we're going to talk about the GOP attorneys general from the state's Suing the USDA over uh, a, a, a guidance about <laughs> LGBTQ food assistance because Republicans have to make a stink about the dumbest shit. Libs of TikTok deleted a video that made school look like fun. Plus, so much more, so much more tonight on the Troll Patrol live. 
But before we get to it, I got to grind up some pot. You guys know I'm not high enough for this shit. Because I don't think the first story is a video. I might be wrong though. It might be a video. I could have I could have been putting the video on and grinding my pot. Also, I'm trying something new with the ads tonight. There are more ads on Twitch. But if I did this correctly, the ads are going to play during my countdown. Okay, okay, follow with me here. And then I will take my own commercial break at the top of the hour. Because that is when the next set of ads is supposed to, or like it's supposed to play like 10 minutes after the top of the hour. So I can take my break before that hits. Hit the Twitch ads manually. And then those ads will play during my own ads. So if you're a subscriber on Twitch, you get the Justin Freakin' produced ads for the Freak Show, the Freakin' News. I'm, well, I mean, technically, I've been technical. I built all this shit from the ground up. There is, there is nothing having to do with the Troll Patrol. That, like, I didn't... Oh, other than the troll hair, I stole that, clearly. I, I nabbed that off of, like, an 80s troll doll. But other than that, I've created everything from scratch. I own the copyright. I own the intellectual property to everything you see. I just can't make an NFT of the troll head. I what it, I'm trying to I don't want people to have to watch the stupid fucking ads on Twitch. So if I do the if I do the ads while I'm doing like my ads and that's when I'm gonna take my my PP break and go and refill my tea and all that good shit. I'm trying to like get some uh, structure to all this. We're a little unstructured around here. So I guess I'm more structured than most uh, Twitch streamers. But like I'm, I'm trying to straddle the line, right? So I'm, I, I was trained by '70s radio disc jockeys. Some, some damn good disc jockeys too, from back in the heyday of radio. So I get my first job in radio in 2000. I'm 16 years old. Uh, my, my boss is making me, cause they, they've only been digital for two or three years at this time, right? So I think they converted to computer system 96, 97, sometime around that, that time frame. And my boss still, you know, was like, oh, the computers can go down at any time. So our cart machines, uh, uh, turntables, everything was still set up in the studio when I was working there, uh, when I first started in 2000. So one of the things that my boss had me do, and I'm forever fucking grateful for this, right? I'm like a 16-year-old in the year 2000. He had me convert a lot of their their carts, their 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 reels, uh, a lot of shit that was on, on record, had me convert it to digital. 
And it was actually like, not that we needed any of that fucking shit, but it was a good exercise to teach me how fucking all the analog equipment worked. And I'm grateful I can cut real. I can cut and splice real. That is not something most people my age in this business wouldn't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) And I can cut and splice real. So I'm I'm grateful for that shit. I had a badass teacher. But also like there's there's some shit that I tried to break the habit of like he told me to always knock before entering a room, right? Going into somebody's office and shit. Even if the door is open, you knock on the on the seal. There's a lot of uh bullshit decorum stuff. And I I still try to break it like uh I don't like the way people keep their titles. After their, and that's something that I read later. And I don't even know who it was a Noam Chomsky. I'm not necessarily Noam Chomsky, but that kind of intellectual type that I, I, I read. And it might have been Noam Chomsky uh, that said, like, it's odd that, you know, we, we, we grant the titles to people even after they've left office. You know, they still call George W. Bush President Bush when they see him. That's, that's, that's like a fucking monarchy kind of thing. You're not bestowed that fucking title, you're a public servant. And I'd never thought about it that way. And it was drilled into my head to, you know, when I was news director of nine radio stations, it was drilled into my head by this old school program director. Always refer to people by their proper titles. Because one time I did it and even was like President Trump. After he left it, like, fuck, that, ooh, that feels wrong, wrong. Bad, Justin, but it's just a force of habit. President of the company, he's the one that had me read the book How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a good book if you want to manipulate people, I think. I don't want to manipulate people. I want to be genuine. I want people to like me for who I am as opposed to some... Some Jedi mind fuck I played on them, and still to this, I'm 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 I know I'm just I'm rambling now. We'll get to the news here in a second. I know everybody like everybody likes the news. Some people like the rambling. Some people like the news. He presented me with this weird scenario one time, or it was weird to me. Like you go into a restaurant, you with your whole family. You've got you know you got your grandparents, you got your kids, everybody's there. You're at a big table. Uh, you got two different waitresses here. The first waitress, she comes up. She she refills all your drinks. Everything's on time. You, you, you have good service. But she barely talks to you. She doesn't say anything. She's not smiling. She's not, she's not personable. Second waitress, she's not as good as re- refilling your drinks. Doesn't have, you know, the, you're sitting there without any uh, bread for a little while. But she's very personable. When she comes over, she's hugging your grandfather, letting him get a little handsy with her. She's making sure the kids, she's coloring with the kids on the table. She's she's very talkative. She's very personable and everything. Who are you giving the tip to? And I looked at him and I said, the woman that did her job properly and got the fuck out of my face. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, that's not the, no. You give it to the one that did the schmoozing and everything. And I'm like, no, not at all. <laughs> First time I met with my advisor, the first advisor I had in college, I had a better advisor 
after I complained, but the first advisor I had in college was a marketing person. And I sit down with her, and uh, her first her first question to me was, how much money do you want to make? And I'm like, money? You think I do this for money? What? I have no expectations of making money. Hopefully, I'll be able to sustain myself. But I have no expectations of getting rich in the broadcasting business. <laughs> oh, realistically here, come on. But I'm an on-air talent. She, she's in marketing. She might actually make some issues. She's probably driving around a fucking real nice vehicle. Us on-air people, we're driving around in the beat-up vehicles. If you even, I don't have a vehicle right now. Your your local radio DJ is not making a lot of money. They're probably doing it because they really love radio. I'm gonna be honest. I thought I got out a new screen, but apparently I didn't. Maybe I'm too high for this shit. Reward good work, not charm. Alright, okay, well here's the thing is a tip. You're getting a good tip from me no matter what your service was, even if you got bad service. As like I think the, even that waitress that Sparkles wanted to fight, she still gave her like twenty five percent. Cause like fucking it's a shit job. I don't know why she wanted to fight that waitress though. Like that was the one that brought me a water instead of a sprite. <laughs> <laughs> And like before I could even say anything, Sparkles is like, ma'am, 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 that's not a Sprite. <laughs> I'm like, Sparkles, it's all good. I, I've never needed anybody to speak for me. I assure you, ma'am. I I am not the type of person that uh, hides behind his, uh, his lady. He ordered mashed potatoes instead of the french fries. I can speak up. I've had some weird trolls on 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 Twitter and YouTube. Hopefully one of them shows up. That'd be fun. Oh, oh, let me show you this one. Let me show you this one. Uh this cracked me the fuck up. So God, right wingers are fucking stupid. Ryler over here. What a fucking name. Ryler. <laughs> it's a combination Tyler and Ryan. It's the whitest fucking name ever. Reading comprehension is not your thig, is it? And <laughs> I said typing is not your thig. <laughs> I cracked myself up. I'm my target audience. Oh, shit. Let's start off tonight with Pelosi's trip to Taiwan. Why is Pelosi's visit to Taiwan causing tension? China is warning it will respond forcefully. Here, let me let me make this a little bigger for you guys. Still getting this worked out. Can you see the whole thing? Yeah. 
China is warning it will respond forcefully if U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi proceeds with a visit to Taiwan, the self-governing island democracy it claims as its own territory. Pelosi is second in line to the presidency and would be the highest-ranking U.S. politician to visit Taiwan since 1997. China has threatened unspecified, resolute, and strong measures if she goes ahead, which analysts say could cause tension to spike in the Taiwan Strait, considered a major potential Asian powder keg. Here's a look at what's happening. Why does Pelosi want to visit Taiwan? Pelosi has been a staunch critic of China throughout her more than three decades in Congress, once unfurling a banner on Beijing's Tiananmen Square. I was That was something I uh, have here on the notes. I was going to show you the video of that. Since they bring it up in the article, let's go ahead and check it out now. Uh, based Pelosi back in the 90s, because I rag on Pelosi a lot. I rag on Pelosi a lot, but here is a young up-and-comer causing some good trouble. The three U.S. Congress members, part of a human rights delegation, said they couldn't leave China without visiting Tiananmen Square to pay their respects to pro-democracy activists slain there two years ago. We've been told for two days now that there's freedom of speech in China. The lawmakers unfurled a small hand-painted memorial banner. There is a memory which still burns bright, and it is a cause which will never die. As they laid three white flowers at the foot of the monument to martyrs, Beijing police moved in. They ordered the Congress members to stop the ceremony and ordered press members to put down their cameras. So here's something I don't understand is they have a monument to it. It says the monument to martyrs. I'm going to assume that... While technically being a monument to Tiananmen Square, it's just a monument to martyrs in general because they don't actually mention that it happened. Uh, monument to... Uh, or I don't even know how to spell martyrs. But close. It's going to correct me. No, we need the Chinese one. Uh, apparently it's called the Monument to People's Heroes. It's a 10-story obelisk. It was erected as a national monument to of China to the martyrs of revolutionary struggle during the 19th and 20th centuries. It is located in the southern part of Tiananmen Square in Beijing in front of the mausoleum of Mao Zedong. The obelisk monument was built in accordance with a resolution of the first uh, plenary session of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference adopted on November 30th, 1949. So it is not a monument specifically to Tiananmen Square. Police pulled the three U.S. lawmakers aside for... Still to this day! ...and roughed up and detained seven television journalists. The U.S. lawmakers leave Beijing tomorrow. Bill Whitaker, CBS News, Beijing. I love that meme where it's like, in China, they don't acknowledge Tiananmen Square. And it's like, oh yeah, well, what was the Civil War about? (laughs) Oh yeah, oh, we were reading an article. 
Uh, Taiwan enjoys strong bipartisan support in Congress, and Pelosi said last week it was important for us to show support for Taiwan. Taiwan's President uh, Tsai Ing-wen has defied Beijing's threats, and her administration has favored core democratic values and liberal policies close to Pelosi's heart, including same-sex marriage and a strong social security net. I don't know if those are close to her heart... Why would the visit cause a rise in tensions? China claims Taiwan as its own territory to be annexed by force if necessary, and its military buildup in recent years has largely been oriented toward such a mission. Virtual wrong. Welcome. Beijing objects to all official contact between Taipei and Washington and routinely threatens retaliation. This time, the stakes appear to be higher. China launched military exercises and fired missiles into waters near Taiwan in response to a 1995 visit to the U.S. by Taiwan's then-president, Lee Ting-ho. But its military capabilities have advanced massively since then. While experts say it's unlikely China would use force to prevent Pelosi's U.S. government plane from landing in Taipei, its response remains unpredictable. Threatening military drills and incursions by ships and planes are considered potential scenarios that would set the entire region on edge. The administration of U.S. President Joe Biden, who will speak to Chinese leader Xi Jinping, better known as Winnie the Pooh, on Thursday is keen to keeping America's crucial but often turbulent and highly complex relationship with China on an even kill. Pelosi has planned to visit in or had planned to visit in April but postponed after getting COVID-19. She has declined to discuss reported plans to travel to Taiwan in coming weeks that could coincide with China's celebration of the August 1st anniversary of the founding of the People's Liberation Army, the military wing of the ruling Communist Party. A more robust Chinese response could also be driven by Xi's desire to bolster his nationalist credentials ahead of a party congress later this year at which he is expected to seek a third five-year term in office. Xi's expansion of his powers into every sphere and his hardline zero-COVID response to domestic epidemic has sowed a degree of resentment and appealing to raw patriotism, particularly over Taiwan, might help him fend off criticism. Monsieur! Monsieur! I'm sorry, I fucked that up. I had my finger in my mouth. Welcome. Love you. Virtual wrong. Did I say hey? I think I did. Sky comment. Make sure I got everybody. Uh, what is Taiwan's attitude toward a visit? Say has been welcoming of all foreign dignitaries serving and retired from you uh, from the U.S., Europe, and Asia, using such visits as a bulwark against China's refusal to deal with her government and relentless campaign of diplomatic isolation. Still, her rhetoric on such occasions has generally been relatively low-key, reflecting her own calm demeanor and possibly a desire not to further antagonize China, which remains a crucial economic partner uh, with around a million Taiwanese residing in mainland China. Oh, Skycom, I've just I've been trying to make it a a thing that I point everybody out and say hey to them. I'm, I'm trying to be welcoming. I'm trying to not be such an asshole as I as I tend to be. I'm 
trying to get personal. Welcome each and every one of you to the stream because I appreciate all of your support. And it sounded like I was being sarcastic, but I'm, I, I really wasn't. I'm just going to shut up now. I'm just going to shut up now. The Capitol Taipei staged a civil defense drill on Monday. <laughs> BK's welcome. Love you guys. Love you guys. Am I even saying her name right? Sai? Is it Sai? Was the what was her full name? Oh no, that's not that was the then president. Sai Ing Win? Sai Ing Win seems to be close, but let, let's make sure I got it right. Taiwan is incredibly important to this century, so I want to I want to be sure I've got it. Hello and welcome to this video of Asian Says. In this video, I am going to show you. I'm surprised he didn't tell me to like, share, subscribe, blah blah. How to pronounce Tsai Ing-wen? Tsai is the current president of the republic. Tsai. Taiwan. She's also the first female to be elected to the office. Tai. Tai. Ingwen. Tai Ingwen. The capital Taipei staged a civil defense drill on Monday, and Tai on Tuesday attended annual military exercises, although there was no direct connection with tensions over a possible Pelosi visit. And for those of you who don't know why Taiwan is so important to this century, <laughs> why, why we're willing to go to war uh, with China over Taiwan is because, uh, as of right now, all the really advanced microprocessors are made in Taiwan. So they they have outsourced like last generation manufacturing to other parts of the world, but the like the next gen chips are all being manufactured in Taiwan. And for such a little island, it has a, a hell of a booming economy. So like it is possible that we go to war over Taiwan at some point in time this century. Speaking Tuesday during the exercises, Defense Ministry spokesperson Sun Li Fang said the military was monitoring all movements of Chinese warships and aircraft around the island. At the same time, we have the confidence and ability to ensure the security of our country. Go from Taiwan to Russia, where hopefully we have some good news on the Brittany Griner front. Apparently, she testified today. Brittany Griner testifying in a Russian court just a few hours ago. The Houston native faced questions from Russian prosecutors. Now, this is the first time we're hearing from Griner since her trial began. Arogoto Iloka picks up the story from there. Brittany Griner took the stand in her drug trial and stated that she was recovering from COVID back in February when she flew 13 hours away from Arizona to Moscow. She now, had that brain fog. Cameras weren't allowed in the courtroom. We do have audio of some of Griner's testimony. Take a listen. I still don't understand to say, like, how they ended up in my bag. I did not 
Griner claims she was rushing when she packed. The Phoenix Mercury player told the court her rights were not read to her when she was handcuffed at the airport. Russian authorities claim they found vape canisters with cannabis oil in her suitcase. Griner says she was questioned for hours, but the interpreter translated only a fraction of what was... Oh, that's so dark. ...took her away. It was more just her telling me surname, sign, really short words. Uh, she didn't explain the content of the paper. Like, I didn't know exactly what I was signing. The two-time Olympic gold medalist faces up to a decade in prison since she pleaded guilty. However, her attorneys argue she was prescribed medical marijuana to treat pain from injuries and hopes the court shows her some leniency. The Russian court ordered that she still be held in jail until December, at least while her trial is still ongoing. Ugochi Iloka, KHU. My God, how long does it take to have a show trial in Russia? <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're giving her a fair trial by any means, you know. The U.S. has offered a uh, substantial deal for the release of Griner. Reports indicate that such an exchange could free Paul Whelan and Brittany Griner in exchange for a Russian arms dealer. The United States has put a substantial proposal on the table to facilitate the release of U.S. citizens Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan, both held in or both held by Russia in what the U.S. has termed wrongful detention. This is what uh, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has said. Blinken said Wednesday that he expects to speak with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov in the coming days to discuss a top priority for the U.S. the release of Griner, a basketball star, and Whelan, a former Marine. We put a substantial proposal on the table weeks ago to facilitate their release. Our governments have communicated repeatedly and directly on that proposal. And I'll use the conversation to follow up personally and, I hope, to move us towards a resolution. You know, fucking get her back. Get her back and I'll buy, like, uh... I don't usually... I don't wear fucking jerseys or anything. Can I buy a basketball-related t-shirt that has her name on it? I want to buy some kind of... Brittany Griner merch just because of what she has had to deal with. My hope would be that in speaking to Foreign Minister Lavrov, I can advance the efforts to bring them home. We, of course, want to see those who are wrongfully detained be released and to be able to return home. At the same time, it's important that we be able to enforce the global norm against these arbitrary tensions. I do, maybe her wife has set one up, perhaps. I, uh, the reason I want to buy some of her merchandise is because the WNBA, the reason she's in Russia was to make more money in the offseason because the WNBA doesn't play, pay her enough. The U.S. has been dragging its heels on this one. I'm with you, Mansoor. I've been, uh, I feel like I have been screaming about this case for far too long at this point. March is when I think we first knew about it. I wonder if the U.S. knew in February. The end of January is when, because we're still a little sketchy on the exact timeline.
I mean, I understand if she had the COVID, she had the fog, she wasn't thinking. I totally get it. It was it was like it was in her bag, and she she for fucking forgot about it. Totally understand that. Fuck it. I, who am I? I am I am uh I am horribly forgetful. I do stupid shit all the time. Today I did not properly secure the cat food, and one of the dogs was able to get the lid off, stuck his head in it. I do not know how long the poor puppy had the cat food been on his head. He was struggling to get it off when I went back through the door. And it could have been a couple of hours he had it on his fucking head. He could have slid out of it. He just didn't understand. He lifts his head up. It's stuck. If he slides out, he's fine. Because... But I do, I'm, I'm, I'm stupid fucking forgetful. So I can't fault anybody for forgetting to take CBD oil or hash oil out of her bag, whatever the fuck it was she had. I don't even know. But please, bring her home. And the reason why I want to buy some of her merchandise is not only to show her financial support, but also because the WNBA really does get the fucking shaft. And people are not uh, supportive enough. And they're like... I, we live in a capitalist society and clearly people don't want to watch women ball, even though they're, they're just as talented. Amazon has free Brittany Griner shirts. I'd rather not go through Amazon and who, who knows who's getting the money for that. Like I want like officially licensed something from her team to show that like, Hey, I stand behind her. I stand her. I want to put money towards her cause. Because unfortunately, we live in a capitalist society where using your money, using your dollar, is a form of, of social statement. Unfortunately, I wish it wasn't that way. And I, I don't want WNBA players to have to go to Russia to make enough money to fucking live on. Because they don't make enough playing for the league here. Two-time Olympian. Two-time Olympian gold medalist, is that what they said? I mean, fuck. <laughs> she, sh- she shouldn't be hurting for cash and having to go play in a hostile country. And not only, not only, she's, by the way, she's gay, in case you guys were unaware of that. And that's another, like, fucking Russia is highly homophobic. So, like, I feel sorry for her. I feel really sorry for her. And at least she's getting some coverage now. Like, she didn't get coverage at the beginning of all this. But now it does seem U.S. media has... The taken to the taken to the story. So now uh, Russia intends to leave the International Space Station after 2024. I think that's a fucking huge loss to the international community. I think this is this this fucking all of this fucking sucks. If any of you are new here and haven't heard me rant about Ukraine, like hey, I am I am 
I do not sympathize with Russia in any way. I love Pussy Riot. They're really like a band I admire greatly. I love their music. Who were uh, dissidents detained in Russia. There are a lot of things I disagree with Russia about, but I also don't think that the U.S. should be pouring money into a, a corrupt country with a Nazi problem. And like, hey, it's not like... There are some people like on the Jimmy Dore kind of dumb-dumb left that like really fucking harp about the whole Asmov fucking battalion and shit. They're a small fraction of the Ukrainian military, but there are other there are other reasons to be worried. The country is considered one of the most corrupt countries in the world. I I worry about all the positive press that Zelensky has received. Uh, because, like, if you go back a couple of years and read the press about him, he was apparently bombing pretty hard as president. And there was a lot of scandals involving his uh, regime. But my number one concern is right now all we're doing is feeding the U.S. defense contract war machine that wants to fucking... They're just wanting to manufacture as many shiny toys as they can and sell it to whoever is willing to buy it to create chaos throughout the world. When you dump billions in arms and and fucking do not build a society, you do not provide humanitarian aid, you do not provide any kind of infrastructure to a country, what you get is exactly what happened when we armed a rebel faction in Afghanistan in the 80s. I would not be surprised if we face a 9-11 style attack from this from some splinter faction in Ukraine that got its hands on some of the billions in arms we've been dumping on their country. That's the official merch site. Hell yeah. RB. Thank you. Everybody check it out if you want to go to Brittany Griner's official merch site. RB found us the link. But we should not be boring the money that we are. And he's he's constantly going to other countries like, please give me arms, give me money, and I'm I'm worried about what's gonna happen. Not that I'm any fan of Russia. I think Ukraine has the right to defend itself against Russia. I think Russia is in the wrong for invading a sovereign nation, but hey. Is it any of the U.S.'s business? Probably the fuck not. And looking back on it now, I think I was a little too favorable towards the U.S. position just because I didn't think Russia was going to invade Ukraine. You can go back and watch the the Troll Patrol. I thought it was bullshit. I thought the U.S. was saber-rattling. And then I got hit with, uh, like, Russia really did invade. I'm like, I was fucking wrong. Sorry about that. My bad. Was not expecting this one. So once I'm hit with like I'm fucking wrong, I'm like, well, I could be wrong about a lot of things. I'm like, well, let's let's see. Like, we don't need to be going over and getting involved, but hey, maybe we do need to provide uh, military support. Maybe we need to provide, but like now I'm I'm thinking I was completely wrong. It's it's we shouldn't have dumped any money unless it was for humanitarian efforts. 
maybe maybe we should have maybe we should have been trying to do diplomacy with Russia on behalf of Ukraine. I don't know to what extent we did. We may never know. So, like, I, I want to be very clear that like these are complex issues, and I'm I'm gonna give you my best guess about shit, but I could be fucking wrong. But I mean, I have said all along, like, it is a worry of mine that, you know, we arm a rebel faction and like now I really have like, we're setting ourselves up for another 9-11 in 20 or so years, maybe sooner because the world, world is changing and it's accelerating. That's my rant about the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, we've, we've covered it here on this show, but I think I've given it the proper amount of time it deserves from a United States perspective. Covering U.S. news, I think I've given the invasion of Ukraine the proper amount of coverage. Which has not been a lot lately. But, I mean, we've touched on it. But now, like, I'm I'm intrigued by Russia quitting the International Space Station. I think it's a loss for the international community. If you know anything about history, some of the greatest advancements were, were by the Soviets! <laughs> We, we don't need this, this kind of brain drain. So I, I really wish that we could, we could come to some conclusion, but also like Putin's not a good guy. About the future of the International Space Station. Moscow now says it intends to withdraw from the project after 2024. NASA and other international partners, they want to keep the station in orbit until 2030, but without the Russians, that may not be possible. Mark Strassman is outside the Kennedy Space Center Mark, where does NASA go from here? Say hey to Smokey. Good morning. No question, the Russians caught NASA off guard with this announcement, which came without warning and still without official confirmation to the U.S. space agency. It's odd behavior given the fact that the Russians have been NASA's major international space partner for the last quarter century. Already orbiting on borrowed time. The ISS could have its longevity shortened further by this announcement from Moscow. Yuri Borisov, Russia's new space director, tells President Vladimir Putin... This is sad as fuck. ...leave the station after 2024 has been made, so Russia can begin building its own space station. Putin's response? Good. Do you want the relationship to end? No, absolutely not. Robin Gatens, NASA's ISS director, taken by surprise at a conference. We haven't received any official word from the from the partner uh, as as to uh, the news today, and uh, so we'll be talking more about uh, their plan going forward. Also caught off guard, the U.S. State Department. It's an unfortunate development given the critical scientific work performed at the ISS. Up in space, the ISS crew currently includes an Italian, three Russians, three Americans. The rotating commander, a Russian cosmonaut, Oleg Artemiev. NASA astronaut Chell Lindgren's reaction? We haven't heard anything officially. Um, of course, you know, we were trained uh, to do a mission up here, uh, and, and that mission is one that uh, requires uh, the whole crew. On the ISS, the Russian segment provides all propulsion, controlling the station's altitude. The U.S. controls orientation and provides satellite communication and solar power. Cosmonauts and astronauts work together but operate their respective segments, even during difficult moments like the war in Ukraine and this announcement from Moscow. Here's what Lindgren told us back in March. The only way that we can succeed 
is if we all as a crew work together. How do you keep that level of professionalism when there are issues happening 250 miles mm -hmm. below? Our lives depend on them. Their lives depend on us. Yeah, they don't fucking care. They're in space, motherfucker. What's the exact timeline of the Russian pullout. I care not for U.S. fucking about it. And could the U.S. world trivialities somehow keep the ISS operating without its critical Russian partners? I asked NASA Administrator Bill Nelson about this possibility back in March. What is the contingency plan? Well, we know that we can continue it for the short term, and we'd have to do other things, and those uh, contingency plans are already there. But the specifics of those contingency plans are unclear, and there's absolutely no question that keeping the ISS in orbit without Russian help would become a whole lot more challenging. Nate? Mark, thank you. I finally uh, brushed the wild out of uh, Smokey. It's all soft and shit now. He's been here the whole time. Missing for eight days, this cat was. Comes back in the fucking record-setting heat. The motherfucker was gone for eight fucking days. Don't ever do that again. I'm sorry. I'll try harder, Sky Comet. Like, is it is like is it is it just my stream sucks, or is it like you know specifically this story? Like, constructive criticism here. Don't just come in throwing around some insults. <laughs> oh. Biden advisor. <laughs> hey, Justin, are you trolling? Yes, yes, I'm trolling. Biden advisor says return to Iran deal highly unlikely in the near future. White House Middle East coordinator Brett McGurk. I don't know why that made me laugh. I'm sorry. Told a group of think tank experts last week it's highly unlikely that the 2015 nuclear deal with Iran will be revived in the near future, according to three U.S. sources who were on the call. The shrinking likelihood that the deadlock in the nuclear talks will be broken increases the pressure on the Biden administration to formulate a plan B. McGurk said on the briefing call that the reason there is no nuclear deal is that the Iranians are unable to make a decision, according to three sources. McGurk said his theory is that Iran wants the U.S. to add something to the pot. That We're the ones that reneged on the deal. So, uh, yeah, you should add something to the pot. Uh, Iran is, in, is, is totally... Uh, within their right to ask for something else. Like, you fucked us once. What are you going to give us to come back? Oh, it is sad. I'm with you, Sky Comet. Interesting to see me growing my thinking. Oh, interesting to see me growing... Shouldn't we all be growing? We should all be learning. And I and I make you this promise right now. I make you this promise right now. Like I will I will never ever succumb to like doing what's best for the algorithm. 
do I do I put JoJo Siwa on thumbnails sometimes to try to get the clicks? Yes, but I'm always gonna give you substance. For the most part, for the most part. You're 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 totally cool, Monsieur. With a deal highly unlikely in the near future, McGurk said the Biden administration intends to use sanctions and diplomatic isolation against Iran, but not needlessly escalate the situation. <sighs> okay, ah fucking shit. I think I missed the ad break. I'm sorry if you guys got stupid ass ads. I didn't I didn't take the ad fast enough, apparently. I thought it was supposed to be after the top of the hour. That's why I was trying to to hurry up and get to it. My plan was to try to take a commercial break before Twitch could hit the commercials and then play the commercials during mine. Subscribers would get to see my commercials. People that aren't subbed would get to see the, the, the Twitch commercials. I'm trying to see how best to do this. Where people don't have to watch commercials. I hate watching commercials. I do my best not to watch commercials. So I don't want people to have to watch commercials on my shit. I also want some of that Bezos money. I also want some of that Bezos money. And thank you to all the subs. A hundred point six K freak coin. Oh god damn, please don't make me drink. If you make me drink, I like I think a white claws what's in there. And apparently it's not very good. Curious are bought the white claw, and apparently it's not very good at all. I'll show you a cat, though. Hit the... Oh, Dustin! You know what you should do? You know uh, you know what you should... I have no... Apparently, she really didn't like it. She didn't like the flavor. And I was like, well, you should let me taste it at least. You know, I might have drank it because she just poured it out of the sink. And, like, there's three or four more of them in there. Um, you know what you should do, Dustin? You should activate uh, the no cussing. Activate no cussing, Dustin. That was fun. So I've got the, I've got the uh, um, graphic set up to where I've got a timer that will come up in the in the top right hand corner here. Saving that for the day after the election. Oh my god! You should you should be built up enough before that. You should be able to hit it now. I uh, I haven't got to use the uh, the ten minute thing. We still got like three months until the election. Maybe two two and some change right now, because the election's like uh, I don't know how deep into uh, I don't know how to deep into November it is. November eighth. Two and a half months. No cussing for a week after you're that's what you're saving it for. You want to do the whole fucking show for the entire week. 
Wow. I don't think the I don't think the election is going to be as bad as people uh, think it's going to be. I think it's possible that Democrats. Oh, meat cakes. Meat cakes. All right, so the countdown has been activated. If I fuck up, we got to reset it. Shit. Fuck. God damn it. So we'll we'll see how long it takes me. <laughs> we'll see how long it takes me to be able to do ten minutes nonstop. And I'm I'm working on that shit appearing on the screen, but fucking like stream elements does not like me. Stream elements does not like me at all. Throw them all in the loony bin. Well, thank you, Meat Cakes. Thank you. I think I can do it. Maybe I just sit here and be silent. I play a video. I've never had a Zima. I've never had a White Claw. They might be fantastic for all I know. I like pussy drinks. Does pussy count as uh, profanity? Do I have to reset the clock? It's a word I couldn't say on broadcast television. Does that count as profanity? Do I have to reset it? Well, give me the give me the judge's call here. The FCC would find me for saying pussy. I'd get canceled by the woke moralists. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. What was on his list? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt. He had cunt. He didn't have pussy. Motherfucker, cocksucker. God damn it! Oh, fuck. Well, I guess I didn't turn it off long enough. There, it reset it. I'm, I'm not really a drinker. When I do drink, I like, a, uh, like an apple cider. It'd go over my eyes. God, I hate Jordan Peterson so much. I try to convince every... I always get, why would you be against a psychiatrist or a a psychologist? A psychologist. Why would you be against a psychologist that's helped people? And I'm always like, who said he helps people? I don't think he helps people. I think you have been uh, convinced by his bullshit. God damn it. And you've made him rich. You made him rich off of it. I like the no profanity game. I like the no profanity game a lot. Uh, Biden. 
has tested negative for the COVID. Got back to work today. I mean, apparently he was at work the whole time. President he was isolated. COVID-19 following his diagnosis from last week. The president tweeted this image of his negative COVID test. He says he's back in the Oval Office. This I thought it was a pregnancy test when I first saw it. Afternoon and thanked the doctors. I was like, well, well congratulations, Joe. Are you going to do a gender reveal for it? <laughs> Set something on fire? for their care and support. The president came out of isolation following the announcement and held a press conference in the Rose Garden just moments ago. Core! Welcome! I They tested him like three different ways. I don't know why they chose that one to show to the public. I guess that maybe that's the one people would have most commonly have in their homes. Now, while he got good news from his COVID test, apparently the White House is bracing for bad news. Somebody let me know if I cuss. The White House is scrambling behind the scenes and in public to get ahead of a potentially brutal economic punch to the face that could give Republicans the chance to declare that the Biden recession is underway. Wall Street analysts, economists, and even some in the Biden administration itself expect a report on Thursday, that is tomorrow, possibly today if I'm slacking for you listening to this on the podcast. And I'm, once again, I apologize for that. To show that the economy shrank for a second straight quarter, meeting a classic, though by no means the only definition of a recession. Senior administration officials are hitting the airwaves and arm-twisting reporters in private, employing anyone who will listen that the economy, despised by majorities of both Republican and Democrats, fed up with inflation, is still healthy. But White House officials admit that changing people's minds is a daunting task as the highest inflation in four decades severely cuts into wages, even as the economy continues to churn out jobs and Americans keep spending. So this is a clip from, I believe it was yesterday. This is back when Biden was still isolating. We're not going to be in a recession. My hope is we go from this rapid growth to a steady growth. And uh, so see, we'll see some coming down. But I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. I don't think any of us are trying to convince anyone that their feelings about the economy are wrong. Jared Bernstein, a member of the Council of Economic Advisors and one of Biden's longest serving aides, said in an interview, what we are trying to do is explain things in a much more nuanced way than most people are getting from the daily news flow. Now, I will give them this. that The right wing media is just antsy to pile all over him. So I am skeptical of, a, of, of how bad the recession actually is. I mean, technically, we've been growing since February of 2020, Core. But like that growth has slowed down and it was just the, it was just the economy adding back the jobs that it lost. And more, we are at a higher mark than we were before. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Mixed signals that people are giving 
I've got I've got two different op eds that predict two different things. Another big Fed rate hike is here to battle inflation. The economy hangs in the balance. With prices rising at their fastest pace in a generation, the Federal Reserve is ratcheting up its fight against inflation. On Wednesday, the Fed raised its benchmark interest rate by an additional three-quarters of a percentage point. This is the fourth time the central bank has raised rates this year. It follows an increase of the same size in June. Rate hikes at this pace and magnitude have not occurred since the late 1980s. Despite these fast and furious moves, the central bank has its work cut out for it. Its goal is to rein in inflation without kickstarting a recession. The labor market is extremely tight and inflation is much too high, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said at a news conference where he explained the unusually large uh, move up in rates. He and his colleagues are trying to fight inflation by tackling demand. They are pushing up the cost of credit what consumers and companies pay to borrow money, and they are trying to deal with a jobs market the Fed chair has called unsustainably hot, where wages are rising fast because many businesses are paying more to find workers, which I think is a good thing. Our problems right now are predominantly in the supply chain. Decades overdue, I agree, Core. When I saw what interest rates were in the 80s, something like 20, 30 fucking percent interest rates. God damn it. I had done so well. And we've we've been in the fucking point something or other interest rates for a really long time. Just feeding money to private interests. I'm with you, Core. People paid interest rates of 20-30% on houses in the 80s and still pay less than people are paying for a house now. I don't, how, how do you mean that the U.S. will be punished economically? Right now, what, they're trying to punish us as workers. They're trying, they're trying to put the onus of this entire ordeal on workers and let big corporations and banks make out with as much money as they can before we have another crash. But also, like, the markets are doing well right now. They closed up today. Something like... I don't know shit about... God damn it. I don't know anything about economics. Baffles me. But I think I know more about it than the people that profess to know about economics, to be honest with you. I don't think anybody knows about economics. To be fair. And where we're at right now is uncharted territory. Like... The situation where the supply chain has been snarled, that wages are rising incredibly fast, that interest rates are historic lows, like none of this has ever been done before. And I honestly think they're like, because they're doing the bidding of their corporate overlords, we all know this. 
So they're they're wanting to set up more consolidation in the market. They're wanting to get as much money as they can before another crash happens. And then all these BlackRock type companies, investment firms swoop in and buy up housing stock. Gobble up small businesses that go under during a recession. I think they're wanting to try to force some sort of recession. Interest rates need to go up. Uh, The quantitative easing where we've just been given money to the big banks needs to stop. According to Axios, this is Felix Salmon, or Salmon, author of Axios Markets. The meta-recession is probably over, he says. News articles about recession in U.S. publications. So this is, this is the number of news articles about recession. Many things cause Americans to think we're in a recession, including rising gas prices and falling stocks. One key component is simply the amount of recession chatter in the media. A surge in media recession stories can create self-fulfilling bad vibes and increase the likelihood of an actual recession. We're in a bull market for four recession explainers right now ahead of the Federal Reserve's policy meeting today and the release of on Thursday of second quarter gross domestic product numbers. But we're well past the peak in recession stories. Signal AI measured the number of economic stories with the word recession in either the headline or the first paragraph. There were 6,000 such stories in the week ending July 25th, down 68% from 21,000 in the week June 13th, around the time that both gas prices and mortgage rates were peaking. So maybe we are on the backside of this. It could cause a recession. I'm still, like, I don't claim to, to be an economist. That's why I'm trying to give you as many different perspectives And then a lot of times I'll play Jim Cramer and tell you Jim Cramer never knows what he's talking about. So probably the opposite of what he's saying. But we just watch him because he's fun, right? That's what we do here. We have fun. (laughs) Like probably listen to the opposite of what Jim Cramer says. But like I'll play, I'll play these economic talking heads and they'll just, they use a lot of big words and I, I think it's sus to me. I don't think they really know what they're talking about. I think they're just trying to sound smart. And the markets are so confusing to, to like the executives at the TV stations that they don't know what they're fucking talking about. God damn it. So they get, they get to keep their, that's why Jim Cramer's is still on the, which probably like Jim Cramer's just entertaining to watch. I don't know if it could knock the fun out of me. I think I've already had the fun knocked out of me. Monsoor. At this point in time. I think, yes, he did bring all the COVID tests to the set. Yes, that Jim Cramer. I've I've already been hit. 
Hey, Smokey. Mwah. I'm fine, though. I'm fine. I've got I've got the ability to stream to make money with my business. I got my kitties, so everything is cool. Ain't that right, Smokey? I've I've been throwing out the resume to some companies, but like one of them, I'm like, oh, this would be a really good fit. It'd be an easy move to make. Uh, like they seem cool. Like all the all the people on their websites had had tattoos, long hair, with weird facial hair. Girls had colored hair. You know, like it seemed it seemed like you know I would fit in there, right? Like you could see me in the picture. And uh, <laughs> so you, so you had to submit a video with your with all your portfolio and shit. So I actually, maybe this is the reason why. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't like me for this. And uh, instead of doing a video like doing it with my camera right here, I pulled up the freaking news character. But I used their logo as a background. It wasn't the freaking news background. It looked pretty cool. I thought. But I'm like, hey, they'll give me props for using a cartoon character, and it was like it was met their requirements I was talking to them and I even said it inside of the video like I used like I wanted to show off my cartoon character and I I used it because I really didn't want to have to fix my hair for this video <laughs> you know I wanted to be a little humorous I am a little too okay so here's the thing Monsoor when I do stand up comedy when I'm doing this like I, I don't expect to be Vosh level famous i don't expect to to reach steven crowder heights not even sam cedar heights right no 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 i wanted i want a little niche audience i'm doing stand up i know i'm gonna appeal to like 20 30 percent of the people who are in attendance tops tops usually sometimes sometimes i'm lucky and half the crowd are into me but like usually that 20 30 percent that i make laugh i make laugh hysterically and everybody else is like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> I don't go in. I don't kill. 30 to 50% of the audience finds me hilarious. <laughs> I don't know what it's like anymore, right? So it's been, it's been three or four years since I've even done comedy. Well, I take that back. Other than uh, producer Dave invited some people to do stand up for New Year's, and uh, I did comedy for New Year's on his stream, but it was you know remote from my apartment. But it felt good doing a set. It felt good doing a set for the first time in a while. I really enjoyed it. I miss I miss doing comedy. In an ideal, in an ideal world, I would like to be a road comic for a little while, you know, somebody, somebody who's not, you know, the top of the building, but like banging them out on the road, still doing my show. You know, maybe, maybe if I'm doing, if I'm doing stand up, you know, four or five nights out of the week, I'm going to have to do the show later in the evening or something. I fucking love it. God damn it. 
it's so um it's so thrilling to me and I, you know, doing open mics, because I, I had to go back to doing open mics and making them a name for myself and, and stuff. It build, build a reputation before I can actually get booked as a road comic. But um, doing open mics, I'd always go and, like, I wanted to go first. And usually nobody would want to go first. That first slot was, was almost always open. And, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I started going first. Because like I'm I'm comically late for everything, so like in like the first slot would be open, and I'm like oh, I don't care to go first. I never cared like in class when you had to do uh, speeches and stuff. They'd be like, "Who wants to go first? Me, I'll go first. I don't care." But doing stand up, I'm like, uh, even if you don't find me funny, match my energy, match that energy. I set a I set a pace, and also I used to. Uh, <laughs> so I got banned from doing comedy in like the local scene for pretty much all the all the <laughs> comedy clubs. <laughs> Don't ask. That's a long story. That's a long story. So I started. I just started doing my own open mic. I found a I found a club to host it, and then I would you know I would host and 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 do a set. And no, 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 no. I had somebody else host it. That's right. That's right. It's been a little while now, right? And so I had somebody else host it because uh, my buddy Ryan was a hell of a lot likable to me. Does hell count as profanity? Do I have to reset? I think we'll give me that one. You can say that on television. Um, He was a hell of a lot more likable than me, so I made him host. And for a while, I would always go, like, next to last. I would get somebody who I thought was, like, somewhat notable. And I would go next to last before them. Kind of warm everybody up before the 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 headliner. But I got to the point where, like, you know, like, people get drunk. They wander off. Sometimes the crowd is a lot better at the beginning than it is at the end. I'm going to start going first. And that allowed me, like, uh, I would always nurse a a beer, one beer. I wouldn't drink anything but one beer before I went on. And then after I came off, like, I started getting a little bit of a drinking problem, but it was only when I was out at clubs, right? Because you're doing stand-up two or three nights out of the week at this time. I'm doing these open mics. It's just natural to have two, three, four, five beers. Oh, bye, Sky Comet. I'm sorry if you were wanting more news, if you want to be more educated about the world, and I I rambled for an hour. I have rambled for an hour of this show. I've given you 30 minutes of news. <laughs> but I don't I don't perform well when I've been drinking. And even like I don't uh I don't get stoned right before I get up on stage. I get stoned like an hour before I get up on stage. And then I'm like right in the perfect, the perfect headspace. And then I come off, I'll get as high as I want to get it. Drink some beer. Cause like, I got to kind of logging beer there, especially like, you know, fucking 
You're a, I, I sweat. That's one of the reasons why the bandana became my look when I was because like that's stand up is when the ba- bandana became my look because up on stage I sweat. I sweat profusely. I kind of sweat when I'm doing this, except in here because Curiouser keeps it like fucking cold. I have not once sweated during the show since I've been here. Yeah, that's my that's my ideal world. I don't want to get too big. If I can if I can make enough money off of streaming to sustain myself, three, four grand a month, that would be fantastic. I'd be very happy. <laughs> that's all I want in the world. I don't want I don't I don't want fame. A little niche audience. I would like to get big enough to be able to to debate somebody cool at Politicon. Those are my those are my goals. I think like those are obtainable goals. Ten years from now, check on me. I'm just saying. Oh, we still got we still got economy shit to talk about. I might uh man, I'm gonna skip this story. It's like a fucking ten minute fucking snoozer. <clears throat> I don't wanna be a diversal wrong. Okay, so here that's another thing, is like I wanna grow this channel. Do you know how you grow Grow your channel, you get into beef with people. You go on other people's channel and do debates, and I don't want to do it. I just want to be over here doing my thing. I don't want to beef with... That's another thing. I got blocked by the Workers' Party of Massachusetts today. Because, like, they were bitching about AOC and the stupid handcuff thing. And uh, they're like, well, we don't stand... I don't even remember how they put it. Blah, 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 politicians. And I'm like, okay. Something literally called AOC their enemy. And I was like, if you think AOC is your enemy, like, uh, like, I'm not on board with that. I mean, I mean, it doesn't seem like Matt Walsh wants to beef with me anymore. Matt Walsh has already given me my 15 minutes of of fame. I got to find another right winger to try to beef with. I would love to debate Matt Walsh. I would love Matt Walsh at uh, at Politicon would be fantastic. That that I would die a happy man. I would die a very happy man having done that. What issue am I going to catch flack on? I forgot what I was talking about. Where is he? I've got him here. Yeah. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. Pepe! I I have come to the conclusion that like we need to stop attacking even even if you consider people nominally on our side. There we have much bigger foes than AOC, but like ultimately as somebody who watches congressional hearings and, and and this is another thing is like 
the chat is probably far more to the left than I am. Like, I'm a leftist, but, like, I'm very much an institutionalist. She's far from perfect. And not that, like, our best is a really low bar at this point. She's probably one of our best in Congress. I'm also a big fan of Katie Porter, Corey Bush, Jamal Bowman, Rashida Tlaib. Uh, fucking... Fuck! Fuck! I was almost there! I was almost there! I mean, Sanders in the Senate for sure. I was was asking Sparkles the other day who was the coolest senator. Oh, excluding Bernie. Who's like the next coolest senator. Cory Booker? <laughs> I just... We, we... We... The time for bickering is over. And what's the... Oh, shit. Fuck, fuck. I did it again. I did it again. Uh, What was the, like, the... The FBI tactic for infiltrating... infiltrating leftist groups like they had a whole little checklist like to keep to keep leftist groups fighting with each other and like creating uh, 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 like a purity test and arguing over over minute details was one of the things and that was <laughs> that was like the next thing like the Massachusetts and I didn't even say anything and I would never accuse uh uh uh, I would never accuse people of being like fed plants, but the Massachusetts Workers Party or whatever it was, uh, they like we're not fed plants. We have gotten way off topic here. I was, it's this whole no cussing thing. Oh, core, drop it to me in a private message here. I'll go look for it. I was getting ready to take an ad break so I could run the Twitch ads and make sure nobody sees ads the rest of the stream. How about I just do this? Boom! Here's a new sheriff in town.
What didn't you derail? I don't know what you're saying you derailed, Sparkles. Is the process by which politically radical ideas and images are twisted, co-opted, absorbed, diffused, incorporated, annexed, or commodified within media culture and bourgeoisie society, and thus become interpreted through a neutralized, innocuous, or more socially conventional uh, perspective? Oh, you didn't derail it, no. Sparkles did not derail me. Resistance movements are in danger of becoming possessions, something to be owned by a small group of individuals who, in the micro-economy of online influencers, use them to gain social status and capital. That's somewhat what I'm talking about, but like, I want to say it was the FBI. They had a checklist of different things that they, once they infiltrated a group, that they could keep the group fighting with each other so that they were never able to accomplish anything. And I want, I want to subvert that. I don't, I don't want to attack anybody who is nominally in my lane, right? So I've had people tell me like Vosh has some shit opinions. God damn it! All right, all right. I'm gonna restart the clock when I come back because I gotta refill my tea. I've got I've got so much cotton mouth going on. So we're gonna go to a commercial break, and when I come back, I gotta restart the timer because I just fucking cussed. I'm going to make new commercials so that it's not always the same one. They're not always playing in the same order and shit. Because that will get monotonous. But I'm trying to play the Twitch commercials during that break. Which gives me a chance to... By the way, I reheated some coffee. It's just from a couple hours ago. My housemate works the night shift. So she just woke up a few hours ago. So I reheated the coffee. Yum. I love fucking coffee. I made some coffee. Took me a tinkle. Stretched my legs. Because you guys, you requested longer streams. I've been streaming. Last night we did the Barack Obama playlist. By the way, I, I did not give you a new meme this time. I'm sorry. I promised a new meme. And my, my meme earlier was weak. Apparently, I save all my good memes to my phone. If I don't send them to Sparkles, I don't have them on the computer for you. I think I used this one before. This cracked me up. I think, yeah, I think I did use this one before because we had a whole conversation over it. This is the top 12 states to live in. uh, Indicated by yellow... The playlist was much better than the president. I so like it's it's I have honest gripes about Obama. A lot of gripes. 
They're the top 12 states to live in, Core. I don't know if our system could have produced a better president. Like, the system's got to change fundamentally. Judging Obama based on the system that we have. (laughs) I like this fucking meme. I laugh my ass off at it. Sometimes when people get it, they're like, oh, come on. That's funny as fuck. It's witty. It is the top 12 states to live in. I love the meme that goes around. I don't know if I have it. uh, where, Where the dude is like, the fact that wish, uh, God damn it. The fact that Wisconsin hasn't taken the panhandle from Michigan is all I need to know about those people. <laughs> it's 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 all the states that border Canada. It's the top. It's the top states to live in. For those of you living or for the, living, man, I'm really off tonight. But not. It's been a weird day. Uh, for for those of you listening to the podcast, it is it is the top state. It is the top states on the map. Geographically, the top states, the ones touching Canada, and the ones you can see Russia from your house. Man, I wish I'd been around doing the Troll Patrol in 2008. What a fun time that would have been. I, okay, so I have not been to many of those states that are highlighted. I've been to Wisconsin. I've driven through Wisconsin. I've been to Minnesota like a week. And I've never been to the Northeast. I've never been this far. North. I've been to Pennsylvania. I've never been to New York, Vermont, Maine. Never driven through New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, all those motherfuckers. I've I've been like all of this chunk right here. I've been to all these fucking states. Kansas been to it. It stinks. Oklahoma been to it. Texas been to it. Only driven through Texas. I've never really never really got to know anything about Texas. Arkansas been to it. Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, South Crackalacky as they like to call it. North Carolina, I've, I've spent a considerable amount of time in. Same with West Virginia, Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee. Because this is, this is my home area right here. This is where I'm from. This fucking area. This is where I've spent most of my life. Though I've worked for, for companies that have sent me all through this fucking area. All through this area right here. Virtual wrong. I don't believe that Rhode Island is really a state. I've never met anybody that's been to Rhode Island. I've never been to Rhode Island. I am convinced it's not real. Rhode Island, my ass. I'd love to go to the Northeast. It seems like it would be way more up my style. 
When I was in, I was in a pizza shop in in Atlanta one time, and this woman was like, "Oh my God, have you ever been to Portland? You would fit in so well there." Just by my looks, just by my looks. We small, we small. I don't believe you. I don't believe it's there. Uh, New Hampshire. The red is northeastern state. I know my politics. I have we okay. Let me try to sound it out again. Erisometrophilum. God, I'm an, I'm an idiot. Have we already gone through this multiple times on how to pronounce your 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 screen name? I, I possibly because I want to. I want to be able to say hi to you. You should not change. You should not change your name for anyone else. Your name is beautiful. I want to call you by your name, and I want to make sure I get it right. I do not. I can't possibly nail the handles every time because I certainly don't know words I'm trying to read. Ari, Ari. Arasematrophilum. 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 Mamusa. Mamasematrophilum. Mafusa. Oh, that was horrible. That was horrible. Tried to do the Michael Jackson with your name. Arasematrophilum. Arasematrophilum. I will forget that. Can I call you Ari? Do you like Ari? What what is a nickname you like? I like saying virtual wrong. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. This will help me out. Since it's the species name, we're gonna learn something. We're 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 gonna learn something today here on this show. God, why did I say it in my but that's my natural accent, by the way. I'm from eastern Kentucky. I'm not I am not mocking the the hillbilly people. Arisimatrifilum. Arisimatrilium. Arisimatrifilum. Arisimatrilium? I feel like that might not be saying it the way you were saying it, and it's got like four downvotes, it seems, maybe? Arisimatrifilum. Arisimatrilium. I'm fucking up what he's saying, and I don't even think that's right. I give up. I give up. 
A Jack in the Pulpit is its, is its colloquial name. Trephilum. Arisma Trephilum. Arisma Trephilum. I believe that's the way Arisma God damn it. Arisma Trephilum. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm supposed to turn on the 10 minutes again. I'm in timeout. Nobody reminded me that I'm in timeout. Also going to be out of coffee here in just like one more sip. Oh man, that's a shame. I should go make more coffee. We're going to commercial break. No, no, I wouldn't do you guys like that. Let's do the, the whole 10, sir. The whole 10, the whole 10 is up. I'm aware I have, I have not been able to conquer it. I got down to like a minute and a half one time. I got so fucking... God damn it! Oh, shit. See, this is fun. This is fun. Might try to come up with some more... Here's the thing. is like I can't institute this on the freak show because apparently Sparkles won't abide by it. She won't, she won't do the no cussing rule. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I gotta do the whole ten. I mean, just give me a couple minutes and I'll I'll fuck it up again. God damn it! All right, let's go back to reading the news. That's probably the best way to keep me from from cussing. Senator Manchin, who we still are on, uh, dies of COVID watch. It's probably a little loud. I'm sorry. My apologies for your drums. Manchin, Schumer, and surprise deal on health, energy, and taxes. In a startling turnabout, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Joe Manchin announced an expansive agreement on Wednesday that had eluded them for months, addressing health care and climate, raising taxes on high earners and large corporations, and reducing the federal debt. The two Democrats said the Senate would vote on the wide-ranging measure next week, setting up President Joe Biden and Democrats for an unexpected victory in the run-up to November elections in which their congressional control is in peril. A House vote would follow, perhaps later in August, with unanimous Republican opposition in both chambers seeming certain. Just hours earlier, Schumer, a Democrat from New York, and Manchin, a Democrat from West Virginia, seemed at loggerheads and he uh, headed towards a far narrower package limited at Manchin's insistence to curbing pharmaceutical prices and extending federal health care subsidies. Earlier Wednesday, numerous Democrats said they were all but resigned to the more modest legislation. The reversal was stunning, and there was no immediate explanation for Manchin's abrupt willingness to back a bolder, broader measure. Since last year, he has used his pivotal vote in the 50-50 Senate to force Biden and Democrats to abandon far more ambitious, expansive, or expensive versions. He dragged them through months of negotiations in which leaders' con- uh, sessions to shrink the legislation proved fruitless, antagonizing the White House and most congressional Democrats. I really don't want to, I really can't say what I want to about Joe Manchin because the clock is still ticking on my no cussing. But I'd call him a son of a...
Maybe even a mother. Senate passes major chip funding bill. The Senate voted 64 to 33 on Wednesday to approve a $280 billion package meant to spur U.S. chip manufacturing, a major victory for the Biden administration and chip makers. So if anyone's keeping cla- uh, keeping keeping track, they they had like a two point five billion dollar package for climate change, two hundred and eighty billion dollar package meant to spur U.S. chip manufacturing. The bill aims to reverse a long term decline in domestic manufacturing of the commuter chips that go into cars, computers, appliances, and a range of other everyday items after the pandemic exposed the fragility of the international supply chain. The bill, which has gone through many names, most recently the Chips and Science Bill, includes $52 billion in funding for domestic production of semiconductors. Intel and other chip makers have aggressively lobbied for the subsidy, arguing the U.S. government needs to incentivize chip production on American soil to catch up to other countries. I don't, I don't know what other countries are producing these semiconductors. Once again, I thought it was China. Or, I mean, not China, Taiwan. Hey, Ivan, what's going on? Whoa! I've got to even look up what platform that's on that you're watching on. Like, I don't even know what that logo is, but welcome. Thank you for watching. VK Live. We're on VK Live. Oh, I'm not signed in. Even though it's my, even though it's my channel, two people are watching over on VK Live. Hell yeah! What is up to you, peeps? Over on VK Live. Love you guys. Thank you for speaking up, Ivan. I love you. Taiwan and South Korea. That makes perfect sense. I want to be able to say hey to everybody. Let's find out why we should be against the bill. According to Senator Bernie Sanders, this was him on the Senate floor uh, two days ago. A little bit different. Uh, To my mind, what the CHIPS bill uh, represents uh, is the question of whether or not we will have country that represent the needs of working families and the middle class, or whether this institution, the entire Congress, is totally beholden to wealthy and powerful corporate interests. Uh, Madam President, uh, I do not argue with anyone uh, who makes the point that there is a global shortage in microchips and semiconductors, which is making it harder for manufacturers to produce the cars, the cell phones, the household appliances, and the electronic equipment that we need. I haven't cussed, right? I don't have to reset it for any reason. This is a legit three minutes. I'm going to make it through it, right? 
this shortage is in fact costing American workers good paying jobs and raising prices for families. And that is why I personally strongly support the need to expand U.S. microchip production. But the question that we should be asking is this. Should American taxpayers provide the microchip industry with a blank check, blank check no, no. of over $76 billion at the same exact time when... I do, I do, I do want to point out that, like Bernie, like it's not really a blank check if it is seventy, what seventy six billion? Is that what you said? Not really a blank check if you know the number. Semiconductor companies are making tens of billions of dollars in profits and paying their CEOs exorbitant compensation packages. That really is one of the questions. Bernie is correct. Asking, and I think the answer to that is a resounding no. This is an enormously profitable industry. Madam President, uh, according to a, an Associated Press article that I read today, uh, Senator Romney, uh, reflecting the views, I think, of many, I think Ms. Senator Cornyn made the same point. And Senator Romney was quoted as saying that when other countries subsidize the manufacturing of high technology chips, the United States must join the club, must join the club. If you don't play like they play, the big club and you ain't in it. Manufacturing high technology chips, and they are essential for our national defense as well as our economy. End of quote, Senator Romney said. Now, I find uh, the position. Cicero, Mox, welcome. Cicero, I've not watched uh, I've not watched Sam Cedar yet today. I usually watch Sam Cedar after after my show, just because I don't I want I don't want my opinions influenced by you know somebody that's doing basically the same thing that I am. But I also really like Sam Cedar. Hey, socks, he's got a ball, and he just came in here with his ball. It was really cute. But I don't like I don't want to just regurgitate what other people are saying so i don't usually watch other like streamers youtubers or anything but like i've been a majority report fan since like back in like the 2000s i had air america on uh on my xm back in like 2005 2006 i almost i almost did it i almost did it i almost dropped a gd i did not drop a gd Three, two, one, boom. Justin freaking went 10 minutes without cussing, god damn it. We can put the freaking logo back. Oof. I almost blew it with like 14 seconds to go. I almost blew it with 14 seconds to go. <laughs> oh shit I forgot what I was saying now oh about uh, I yeah, I can't wait to listen to it I fucking cause I love I love I love Sam Cedar I absolutely listen to Sam Cedar every last night I fell asleep watching Sam Cedar that's what like I after I got off of here we were on really late cause of the Obama playlist 
I went I went and got there was a piece of ch- I made of uh, I made a uh, 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 chicken parm for the house the other day and there was like one chicken cutlet left but we'd already eaten all the sauce and stuff so I just got like the chicken and ate it like it was a you know like a chicken tendy <laughs> with some ranch dressing and shit and then I fell the fuck asleep watching watching a majority report position of Senator Romney and others to be really quite interesting because I got the shirt I got the leftist best shirt many many times urging the Senate to look to other countries around the world and learn from those countries and what I have said is that it is a bit absurd. Bernie, 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 I love you, but you expect the United States to learn. That's a tall order. Learn. You said learn. <laughs> We're Americans. We don't learn. We don't learn around these parts. That here in the United States, we are the only major country on earth not to guarantee health care to all of their people. And Senator Romney says, join the club. And I agree. Let's join the club and not spend twice as much I'm in the club. as the Canadians, as the British, as the French. Let's join that club and guarantee health care to all people rather than making the insurance companies Billions of profits. Yes. Single year. High speed rail. Can we get high speed rail? Senator Romney says join the club. And I agree. We should join the club in terms of higher education. Higher education. That's a great one too, Bernie. The countries around the world make sure that their young people can go to their colleges and universities tuition free. Now, do you guys think he is gearing up for 2024 with this speech? Does this seem like a man who is getting ready to run for president again? Let's do what Germany and other countries are doing, which makes eminent sense. Or is this just Bernie always being Bernie? Let's guarantee the right of all of our kids, regardless of their income, to get a higher education. Let's join the club. (laughs) And there's another club that I think we might want to join among many others. We are the only major country, virtually the only country on earth that does not guarantee paid family and medical leave. There are women today in the United States of America having a baby, and they will be back at work in a week because they need the income. No guaranteed paid family and medical leave. There are people getting fired today because their kids are sick. They gotta make a choice whether they hang on to their job or take care of their sick kids. Let's join the club. Let's do what not only every major country on earth does in terms of If you click on the stream that's posted and you look in the description, it'll have the link to the fun half and you can you can watch the whole show. But I understand why they do it, but they also don't want to lock anybody out. 
I'm kind of on the porridge side right now, but I've supported them many a times, and I have their swag. But like, yeah, I because I don't watch it live. Of guaranteeing paid family and medical, what virtually all countries, including some of the poorest in the world, do. But I gather, problem is that to join those clubs, in terms of universal health care, in terms of paid family and medical leave. In terms of free tuition at public colleges and universities, we're going to have to take on powerful special interests. And they make campaign contributions. So that's not what the Senate does. But when it comes to joining the club with other countries giving blank checks to large corporations, that's a club that unfortunately many of my colleagues here feel comfortable in joining. So apparently, Madam President, when corporate America needs a blank check of $76 billion, we do what other countries are doing. Madam President, there is a lot of talk about the microchip crisis facing this country, but amazingly enough, very little discussion about how we... I, okay, so like it, it depends on what you mean better suited, right? So... I think women should be in leadership roles if you want things to function properly. <laughs> That's just me. It should probably be women running the the you know government. More so than there should be men in the government, don't get me wrong. But it should it should be flipped in the proportion that it's in right now. Like there should be more women than there are men, and I think we would be in a much better. Like it should be the it should be the almost the same proportion, maybe just a little more men. But like it should be majority women running the country. Fifty five, sixty percent of the government should be women, as opposed to like the fucking seventy five, eighty percent. I don't even know what the number is right now. Can somebody get can somebody get me a number? Hey Sassy, good evening. Oh, to, are you talking about that Andrew Tate guy? I saw Hassan. I saw all that bullshit. I watched that whole thing. It's only like 20 minutes. I just I think women are better suited to be making decisions like that. So they should, like, the number... I don't know what the percentage of men to women is in government right now. I feel like it's somewhere around, like, 80% men, even 85% men. I don't know that that number should be completely reversed. I don't know that it should be 85% women, but it should be majority women. It should be, like, 65-70% women. It didn't... Pepe, it didn't take that long. I was... Man, what a what a stupid fuck! I can't even believe I wasted my time watching it. You probably you, you probably did a good thing turning it off just because like it's a waste of time. Andrew Tate seems like a stupid fuck. I like I don't I don't watch Hassan. I like I my familiarity with Hassan was like his appearances on TYT and the little TYT I watch. I don't. I don't believe he's been on there in a while. Uh, but like, I like him well enough. I. Uh, but my God, 
it was it was hilarious watching him. You, that's triggering. Hassan triggered Andrew Tate. And I didn't know who the fuck Andrew Tate was. I was trying, like, I asked my buddy. He's really into, you know, uh, fighting and mixed martial arts and shit. And I asked him if he knew who he was. He's like, fuck no, I don't. I have no clue. I was like, oh. Well, I looked it up and I'm like, well, he's like four-time kickboxing champion or some shit. Apparently he was uh, charged with trafficking a woman, but uh, those charges were dropped. Defenders of his are very quick to point out those charges were dropped. Those charges were dropped. I'm sorry, Bernie. I didn't. I didn't have plans to do the whole 20 minutes anyway. Your mom's house podcast. Was he like a guest? I can see how he would be a good guest, like a shit stirrer, right? That may, that makes total sense to me. People would want to bring him on just because, like. It's a train wreck that you overcompensating and projecting. It's exactly right. You hit the nail on the fucking head, Tones. And apparently he runs an MLM. And that's that's what triggered him. Was Hassan was asking about his business model. And like originally I just watched like a little clip on 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 Twitter. And I'm like, there's more to this. I want to go watch. So I went and watched the whole thing. It's only like 20, 25 minutes from the time they brought Hassan on to the time they kicked him off. <laughs> or, I mean, like, I guess he politely left because he, he, he's like, I know I'm not wanted or some shit like that. Um... See, that's the thing, Cicero. I don't. I don't ever want to be like that. I don't want. I don't want to do a a show that's about beefing with other people. If people want to call in and argue with me, that's cool. If people want to, you know, schedule a time to come on and have banter with me, that's fucking cool. I'm down with it. But I don't want my show to just be about uh, beefing. Apparently, that's what really gets views. You start beefs with other people, and then you you siphon off their fans or what the fuck ever. But I don't, I don't ever want to do that. I always want to present a stream that has substance to you guys. I know I say that with a a fucking troll head as a logo. It's it's a weird paradox we got going on here. Paradox, the right word. Weird, weird dichotomy. Am I high enough for this shit? I'm not sure who you're talking about, Cicero. Texas is suing the USDA over a requirement to add LGBTQ protections because of course they are to nutrition programs, non-discrimination policies. Attorney General Ken Paxton, who I'm going to point out has been under indictment for five years now and has still not stood trial, and more than 20 other attorneys general are challenging the Federal Food and Nutrition Services new policy that recipients of food assistance of food assistance funds update their non-discrimination policies to protect LGBTQ people. 
In May, the U.S. Department of Agriculture announced it was expanding its interpretation of discrimination based on sex. As a result, state agencies and programs that receive funding from the Food and Nutrition Service were ordered to investigate allegations of discrimination based on gender identity or sexual orientation and to update their policies to specifically prohibit discrimination based on gender identity or sexual orientation. Ooh, it's the scary woke that all the right-wingers are talking about. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Paxton in this game, because to me that sounds so like nonchalant. That's that's a non-starter. That's so like non-controversial. It just seems like common sense. Paxton and his counterparts claim the guidance issued by the USDA is unlawful. Because states want because states want to be able to discriminate against people based on their sexual orientation or their their gender identity. That's literally your argument, sir. Fuck off. Go stand trial for your crimes. Your corruption crimes, I might add. But he says it's unlawful because states were not consulted and did not have an opportunity to provide feedback. In accordance with the Administrative Procedure Act, they also argue that the USDA is misinterpreting the Supreme Court case Bostock uh, v. Clayton County, which extended sexual discrimination in the workplace to include discrimination based on gender identity or sexual orientation. Fuck off, Ken Paxton. I hate this, and this is this is just this is just one of the many assaults that's going to take place on our schools this fall. Here is libs of TikTok. God, I don't know the song. It's the Lizzo song. I'll play it like real real softly. Libs of TikTok deleted this video after people pointed out that this high school looks super fun. Imagine being so warped by hate that you see something sinister at work in this video. And it's true. This is the kind of content that Libs of TikTok posted. This is the most mundane, nondescript, non-offensive thing I've ever seen. It's, It's just them singing Lizzo. Or, or, wait, lip-syncing to Lizzo, James Corden style and shit, right? See, see, that's the, that is the exact content that Libs of TikTok posts. But they deleted it because apparently they were getting dunked on, which I thought was a thing. I thought they always get dunked on. I didn't think there was a post they made that they didn't get dunked on. I'm following them. I haven't seen anything lately. I bet they blocked me. I bet they blocked me. Let's find out. I'm on Twitter right now. I 
there it is. Oh, maybe I unfollowed it. Aw, I'm going to follow it and try to get blocked. You know, just because. You want to, this is really what the troll patrol was supposed to be. Me trolling. Where was the one I really liked? I had a response I thought was funny. There we go. It says you are a retired biologist. Can I see your credentials? And he said, can I see your testicles? Freak off, freak. And I said, you want to suckle them? You live in sexual anarchy? Oh, Gay Dave responded. The perfect occupants for all those FEMA camps. He wants to put me in a FEMA camp. (laughs) Gay Dave says, you didn't say no. Usually my man charges for that kind of thing. But if you travel to him, I'll pay the fee. You want to suckle him, dude? You want to suckle him balls? I'd appreciate it. I like a good suckling. Bergen, I don't know anything about his son. I really don't. Ooh, 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 ooh. I meant to put this on the list for today, but I didn't. This is uh, Olivia Juliana. She was the activist that Matt Gates was making fun of. Remember when he did the 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 whole thing about? Uh, yeah, she's even got Matt Gates on her on her cover photo here. <clears throat> This bad bitch indeed. I fucking love her. In a strictly platonic way, she's very young. She's a 19-year-old activist. Not in a Matt Gates kind of way. Not in a Matt Gates kind of way. A strictly platonic way. I love her. She was she was apparently the activist that Matt Gates was talking about when we played the clip from TPUSA about how like you know like you wouldn't sleep with people who who protest for abortion or whatever the fuck he said. Uh, do we have the latest numbers? Forty seven minutes ago, forty seven minutes ago, she has raised four hundred thousand dollars for abortion funds across the country, thanks to Matt Gates. Uh, We're coming up on half a million that this young lady has raised for abortion funds thanks to Matt Gates making fun of her and I want to raise awareness about her so that she she can get even more money and like and apparently she has uh, oh shit here's a Here's a clip of her on uh, uh, Joy Reid. Let's fucking let's hear from her. Yes. This motherfuckers. You've raised a lot of money. Tell us what you plan to do with that money, because this is a time when people need organizing. They need door knockers. They need people to literally be in the faces of folks who might be infrequent voters. Is that what you intend to do with all this money you're raising? Absolutely. Uh, I want to make it noted that this money is being split amongst 50 abortion funds across the country, especially in states where those services will be needed the most because of restrictive abortion laws. So this money. 
The local clinic here, I was just informed today, will be closing August 24th. There will no longer be a clinic serving this area. (laughs) There was only one left. Is going to the people who need it. It's going to the funds that are going to help people get the health care they need, despite these Republican attacks against reproductive rights. I'm extremely excited that I've been able to use my platform to do something that will genuinely make a tangible difference in people's lives. And, and how much have you raised so far? Uh, last I checked, it was $330,000 in the last 48 hours. That's that's really that's really dope. Top four hundred k already. To me, um, on her way to half a mil. Age. I mean, you're a kid to me, right? Um, it's it, it's sad that somebody your age has to think about the state owning your body, but you're in a state, Texas, where that is what the Supreme Court has said is okay. What are women and young women, girls, teenagers your age worried the most about? I think there, there's a lot of risks that come with reproductive health care access, whether it be the criminalization of miscarriages, whether it be people being stripped of their bodily autonomy, or even something as extreme as contraception being under attack. I think a lot of women across the country are afraid in general of not just their right to an abortion, but their right to simply exist and make decisions about their own body and their own identities. Um, I will say that I've seen my generation mobilized like no other before, whether it be on social media or marching in the streets or even marching to the ballot box. We saw record vote. We saw record voter turnout in 2020, especially amongst Gen Z. And with these kinds of attacks coming from Republican politicians, I am more than certain we will see it again come this November. Like if that, she couldn't even vote then. I see pundits saying, oh, well, the Democrats are going to get wiped out. And that's just the way it is because there's this history and that history. And I feel like they're not noticing how angry women of all ages are about the loss of our right to exist as full citizens. Do you see the kind of anger that you think could sustain all the way through November? Absolutely, I do. I see it every day on social media. I have platforms on every platform and I see tens of thousands of women on a daily basis talking about how they are making plans to vote. They are making plans to fight back against these abortion bans and against these oppressive laws that are being put forward. And I have no doubt whatsoever that they are going to make their voices heard, whether it be in the streets or whether it be in November. And I think that we're starting to see more and more Republicans like Matt Gates make these childish attacks because they know that these women are mobilized across the country, whether it be women who marched back when Roe was first decided upon, or whether it be young women like me who have been fighting this fight for the last few years as teenagers. So I think that we're going to see a lot more people fighting for this than the Republicans are expecting. And I'm quite excited to see that myself. I think the kids are all right. And that's another, this, this, this is the reason why they attack education so hard is because uh, uh, the youngins like her Scare the shit out of them. Scare the shit out of them. Make no mistake about it. Oh shit, I didn't know um Christina followed me. I don't know when that happened, but uh, thank you for being a freaking follower. I thought you already were. My dear.
Maybe we homie somewhere else. And I get confused sometimes. Donald Trump being investigated by the DOJ in January 6th criminal probe, a report says, questioning focused on Mr. Trump's role in fake elector scheme. That said. Uh... So this is Merrick Garland commenting on the DOJ investigation. Uh, I guess that's with Lester Holt the other night on NBC. Remember, if Trump is arrested, I will shave my head. Trump arrested, Justin shaves his head. And as of today, that looks a little more likely than what any of us have thought up to this point. You said in no uncertain terms the other day that no one is above the law. That said, um, the indictment of a former president, of perhaps candidate for president, would arguably tear the country apart. Is that your concern as you make your decision down the road here? Do you have to not th- doing it would tear the country apart? We pursue justice without fear or favor. We intend to hold everyone, anyone who was criminally responsible for the events surrounding January 6th for any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power from one administration to another accountable. That's what we do. We don't pay any attention to other uh, issues with respect to that. So if Donald Trump were to become a candidate for president again, that would not change your schedule or or how you move forward or don't move forward? Uh, Say again that uh, we will hold accountable anyone who is criminally responsible for attempting to interfere with the transfer, legitimate lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next. That's what Merrick Garland says. Donald Trump is being investigated by the Justice Department as part of its criminal probe into attempts to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. According to a report, prosecutors have asked witnesses testifying before a grand jury in recent days about conversations with the former president, his lawyers, and other close advisors about fake electors. This is according to the Washington Post. Justice Department lawyers have asked... Hours of detailed questions about meetings Mr. Trump led in December of 2020 and January of 2021, his pressure campaign to overturn the election, and what instructions he gave his lawyers and advisors about fake electors and sending electors back to the states, two sources told the newspaper on Tuesday. The sources, who have not been named, told the newspaper that some questioning focused on Mr. Trump's direct role in the fake elector scheme that was headed by Rudy Giuliani and John Eastman. To complement this story, I would like to bring up this story that broke today. Take a break from this one and come back to it here in just a second. Feds get new warrant to search contents of pro-Trump lawyers' phone. The Justice Department revealed on Wednesday that it had obtained a new search warrant to access the contents of attorney John Eastman's phone, which it seized from the pro-Trump lawyer last month before transporting it to a lab in Virginia. 
The development filed in court via Assistant U.S. Attorney Thomas Wyndham came in response to a legal effort by Eastman to block investigators from rummaging through his files. The Justice Department had indicated that it would obtain a warrant that would limit investigators' access to evidence of specific federal crimes or specific types of material. Wyndham indicated in the filing that the new warrant, dated July 12th, included a filter protocol to prevent investigators from accessing privileged material and that the details of the process had been communicated to Eastman's attorneys. Sassy, welcome back. So, they getting close to Trump. The sources who have not been named told the newspaper that some questioning focused on Mr. Trump's direct role in the fake elector scheme. Prosecutors in April received the phone records of Mr. Trump's top White House officials, including his then Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. The Washington Post and other news organizations have previously written that the Justice Department is examining the conduct of Eastman, Giuliani, and others in Trump's orbit, but the degree of prosecutors' interest in Trump's actions has not been previously reported, nor has the review of senior Trump aides' phone records. Two individuals familiar with the investigation told the newspaper that there were two principal tracks of investigation that could ultimately lead to additional scrutiny of Trump. So I'm sure everybody is saying, I'll believe it when I see it. The Post says that the second could include possible fraud connected to fake elector scheme or the pressure put on the DOJ by Trump and his allies to falsely claim election fraud. It may not lead to any kind of criminal prosecution, but Trump is definitely having a meltdown over it. Donald Trump rages over news of Justice Department criminal probe. Former president had a meltdown on Truth Social after the Washington Post reported late Tuesday that the United States Department of Justice is conducting a criminal investigation into Trump's behavior. On Wednesday morning, Trump doubled down on his debunked lies and conspiracy theories and repeated his claim that there exist massive and irrefutable troves of evidence that the Biden-Trump contest was rigged and stolen. Just more disinformation by the Democrats like the Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the long-running Mueller report, which ended in no collusion, and so much more. I sound like Stephen Colbert trying to do a Trump impression that also sucks greatly. I'm so sorry for subjecting you guys to that. Now that we have found the answers to these crooked election-changing events, why is the Justice Department not prosecuting those responsible? Plenty of time left. This was at 6.57 a.m. A mere uh, 19 minutes later, people forget this was all about a rigged and stolen election, but rather than go after the people that rigged and stole it, they go after the people that are seeking honesty and truth and have freedom of speech and many other defenses on their side. 734, and I, I didn't read the whole thing. Uh, the Georgia phone calls were perfect, in all caps. Many people and lawyers on both sides were knowingly on one call, and, and they were all fucking worried, sir. You don't, even, you don't even deserve for me to call you, sir. I say it mockingly, you piece of shit. 
I assumed the call was taped. There were zero complaints or angry. How dare you charges made during the call and no hangups by anyone aggrieved or insulted at what was said. They were perfect calls. I was just doing my job as president. That was at 734. Okay. That was, that was, that was all his rant this morning about the justice department probe. Now here's, here's something that might've gotten into his crawl as well. Apparently, the RNC has told Trump that they will stop paying his legal bills if he runs in 2024. Oh, and he don't look happy there. The Republican National Committee has paid nearly $2 million to law firms representing Donald Trump, but now they're warning the former president that they'll stop paying his legal bills if he runs for president in 2024. The RNC, uh, an RNC official speaking to ABC News, Ooh, can we watch the can we watch the video instead? Is there video? I think this may just I've be never headlines. Seen this. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's a twister. It was not a video that goes with it. According to the book, Betrayal. Ah, this is, this is one of those covert ads for a fucking book. I weeded like two of those out of the stories. Like, cause I'm just, I'm pulling up headline, headline, headline. Cause I, I save everything in a, in a reservoir throughout the day. Cause I don't remember shit. So I'm pulling up headline, headline, headline. Oh, this might be interesting. This might be interesting. Two of them were like covert ads for books. This is another covert ad for... Oh, this is a show. This is a show by ABC News. The covert ad for a show. I'm not going to... I'm not going to give any more... Any more time. I'm on to you, capitalism. Let's move on from politics. Go to the criminal justice system. It is my pleasure to report to you tonight that all of the cops involved in George Floyd's murder are now going to prison. Eric Chauvin will spend the next two decades in prison. Now the cops who failed to stop him from murdering George Floyd will be there too. Make it a little bigger for you guys. Look at these fucking pigs. Oh, I said it was five cops earlier. I I apologize. Four. Four cops. There's still only one good kind of cop. They ain't it yet. Derek Chauvin will spend the next two decades in prison for the murder of George Floyd. Now three other Minneapolis police officers who failed to stop Chauvin from kneeling on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes will serve sentences of their own too. Former Minneapolis police officers Jay Alexander Kuig and Tao Tao were sentenced to more than three years in prison on Wednesday after being convicted of federal charges for violating Floyd's civil rights earlier this year. Less than a week earlier, their co-defendant, Thomas Lane, received two and a half years in prison. 
The day Floyd was murdered, Lane held the 46-year-old black man's legs, but as noted during their month-long trial earlier this year, he was also the only officer to ask Chauvin, a 19-year veteran of the force, whether they should reposition Floyd after the 46-year-old black man said he couldn't breathe. Tao and Kuang, uh, on the other hand, followed their senior officer's orders despite Floyd's cries for help. Now this... This is a fucking wild story coming at us out of Tennessee. Are you giving us that old time religion? Exclusive video here from Fox 17 out of Nashville. Former Hamilton County deputy baptizes suspect instead of giving them a trip to the jail. A former Hamilton County deputy facing dozens of criminal charges and seven civil lawsuits is back in the spotlight again. Good evening and thank you for joining us tonight. I'm Kim Chapman. Latricia Thomas received the... What else did the pig do? What else did the pig... What's the other charges? Like this, I don't even know what charges you can hit him with. That maybe like violation of civil rights or something like that. Maybe like that's a federal investigation or the feds investigating. I would hope so. Well, f- damn, fuck this dude. Exclusive video of former deputy Daniel Wilkie baptizing a woman he pulled over through a records request to federal court. She shows you what it reveals and brand new testimony from the sheriff saying the strange encounter should have been investigated sooner. What you are about to see in this cell phone video happened back in 2019, but you're seeing it with your own eyes for the first time right now. A baptism is a pretty common sight in the South, but this cell phone video entered as evidence in federal court shows a sheriff's deputy baptizing a woman he just pulled over. That deputy, Daniel Wilkie, seen stripped down to his boxer shorts. The video recorded by his former partner, Jacob Goforth, and the woman you see in the water with Wilkie, Shandell Riley, one of the seven people suing him, saying Wilkie violated her civil rights. The suit says Wilkie told Riley he would only give her a citation instead of take her to jail for marijuana remnants in her car if she let him do this. In court filings, Daniel Wilkie admitted to baptizing Riley. However, he claimed she specifically asked the deputy to do it so she could, quote, turn away from her life of drug abuse and crime. But the lawsuit says Riley felt horribly violated. And we may never know her whole story. She died in April of this year. A medical examiner's report blames a drug overdose. Oh. This poor woman needed help, not your fucking bullshit. Any reasonable observer would conclude that the effect of the baptism was an unequivocal endorsement of Christianity. This absolutely deposition of Sheriff Jim Hammond reveals an internal affairs investigation wasn't opened into this bizarre encounter until months later, even though Wilkie's superiors knew what happened. The sheriff admits, quote, 
this was serious enough a case, it should have been. Now, it should have been. Sheriff's deputy, he resigned before he could be fired. He still also faces dozens of criminal charges in Hamilton County Court. What, 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 what does he face charges for? What does he face charges for? Oh, we've got the... Do you guys want to watch the whole baptism? Goddamn. What's he facing charges for, though? What's he facing charges for? Yeah, it's only a two-minute video, so here's a, here's a full unedited thing. I I can't I can't believe this is fucking real. I want to know what he he stripped his fucking pants off. Well, I, at least knowing the reputation of the cops, he didn't rape her. I mean, this is a violation of her rights. It's a violation of her, of of her 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 dignity. But at least he didn't rape her. All the fucking stories I've heard of cops, and if I and if if, if like I know of the hundreds of stories, there's thousands I don't know of. I mean, it did. It did say she was into it, that she wanted him to do it. You accept Christ. You accept Christ. I, this is just such a, a weird ritual to me. That's what it is. Make no mistake about it. It's a ritual. And I like I like pointing that out to religious people. Like, this is a ritual. I, I, I call their, their prayers and everything like voodoo chants. <laughs> Told in. She absolutely probably was scared out of her mind. Marijuana remnants. What bullshit anyway. The charges against her were dropped, but the poor thing's dead now. Ma'am, I'm so Riley, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry this happened to you. I'm really sorry the cops got a hold of you. I'm so sorry that the drugs got a hold of you. You look like a lovely lady. And it's 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 fucking it, Your story encompasses so much of what is wrong. Wait, wait, what he had a towel on all of a sudden? Wait, he does. Where'd the towel come from? Told in.
I guess I guess this dude that's recording right here, he's handing him a towel right now. And they had it at the ready because he bat. So this is not the first time he's done this. His partner that's filming is like acting like it's no big deal. He had multiple towels. She, January 6th is once again. We're not talking about January 6th now. Not his first baptism on the job, exactly. They had multiple towels handy. Don't forget to bring a towel. I mean, maybe he's just listening to Tally. Maybe he's just listening to Tally. You guys remember the little uh, punk ass kid named Nicholas Sandman? He went, he went to the Capitol. Like, this is probably 2018. No, you're a towel. Hey, Maynard. What's going on, motherfucker? I got a Maynard and Smokey in here. Someone, uh, someone want to redeem show a cat? I'll grab a Maynard for you. Make that happen. I was like, do I even have it? Won't let me use the Maynard emote? Little Maynard. He almost got away from me. He is not very happy about it. Would you like me to get a new cat? Would you like me to get a cat that is not one of mine? talked about which one would be the most like they like me they come up to all of them like me i like animals i'm an animal guy but we've we've, we've talked about which one would be the most amenable to me picking them up and bringing them in here and apparently it's the biggest fucking one even bigger than socks there, there's a, there's a chonky boy in there Yo, I can go get the Chonky Boy. But I don't, I don't really want to go, like, Chonk is, the Chonk implies, like, plump and fat and everything. He's not, he's not fat. He's just a big cat. He's a big cat. He long, he fluffy. And he's really cool. He comes in here sometimes when none of mine are in here. And and Smokey, Smokey is sitting here right now, so like he ain't coming by. They're still they're still working out their boundaries on the territory and everything, because cats be weird like that. Oh, they <laughs> I'll have to get I'll have to get pictures and show you guys. They've got uh my cat look <laughs> Sunshine, the one I was just talking about, the big boy. He has a, or he had, 
He had a little cottage. It was a, a cardboard cottage. He would lay in it. It had a lot of catnip in it. When my cats got here, like they all just took turns rolling around in it. And, and it got destroyed. It was just completely demolished. But they have, they don't have, they don't have, they don't have a cottage anymore. Right now they have two RVs. They're these cardboard houses. They got scratching pads inside of them. They got catnip in them. It was, it was, it was kind of a chore to put them together. I didn't, I didn't do it. Curiouser did. But they are stupid fucking cute. And, and apparently there's a couple bungalows coming. But like there's going to be four. Like there's going to be two RVs, two little bungalow cardboard houses for the kitties. So everybody, everybody going to get a turn. Going to be enough houses for everybody. Not everybody going to be in the house at, the, at one time. Take care of them. They might be in there fighting over the houses right now. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get a shot. I'm gonna go get a sunshine. Sunshine. See, we'll see if I can. I can obtain a sunshine. My, uh, my God! Finding this little booger was so difficult. This is sunshine. Big old boy. And apparently he don't like being on camera right now. He's oh, but he's not running away. He stopped and got him a drink of water. <laughs> now he's heading on out the door. Bye, sunshine. I love you. You're so cool. He and uh, he and Socks have been having a weird beef. <laughs> Sassy, thank you, thank you for doing some marketing for me. You are awesome. In the running for that producer gig. You guys remember Nicholas Sandman? He was a little twerp that went to. Um, the capital, he got into the face of a water protector. Uh, he just kind of stared at him. Smugly stared at him. Here, I can, I can pull up... Uh, I would like if I... Google the picture... Oh, see, see, meat cakes. I always watch it later. I'll, I watch everything later. It is. It's like five for the fallen tonight or something. Where's the original picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the original picture. Yeah, it's a wrestling show. <laughs> Attempted to to stare down. So this is this is the famous picture. He sued CNN. And, uh, my, uh, my take on it is that they offered to settle for less than CNN would have had to pay, uh, for their lawyers. Like they, they sued for like one point blah, blah, blah million. 
and they settled for like 10 grand. And that that's like fucking a day's work for the CNN lawyers, right? That's like a fucking day's fees. The CNN's like, what the fuck? Let's not drag this out. A judge has tossed Kentucky student Nicholas Sandman's lawsuits over his D.C. encounter. A federal judge on Tuesday threw out multi-million dollar defamation lawsuits against five media companies brought by a Kentucky student involved in a 2019 widely viewed encounter with a Native American man at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington. Nicholas Sandman, then a 16-year-old student at Covington Catholic High School in Kentucky, sued several media companies alleging they defamed him in their reporting of the incident. The lawsuit sought tens of millions of dollars in damages. The actions of Sandman and his classmates were intensely debated online after video and photographs emerged of them wearing Make America Great Again hats near a Native American man, Nathan Phillips, playing a drum. Phillips accused Sandman in media reports of blocking his way as Phillips moved through the crowd. Sandman argued in the lawsuits that Phillips' statement was defamatory. But Philip's statement that Salmon blocked him and wouldn't allow him to retreat are objectively uh, unverifiable and thus unactionable opinions. U.S. District Judge William O. Bertelsman wrote in a ruling filed Tuesday. Salmon's attorney, Todd McChurchy, said Wednesday that he is disappointed in the ruling and plans to appeal. Salmon's lawsuit against the New York Times, CBS News, ABC News, uh, uh, Gannett and the Rolling Stone magazine were filed in March of 2020. In the lawsuit against the New York Times, Sandman sought $65 million. He sought $60 million from CBS News. I'm glad they're fighting it and they're not going to cave in because, like, it is bullshit. Because that's my take on it. CNN just was like, oh, the cost of the day's lawyer, blah, 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 settled for 10 grand. Apparently, The View is going to be in a similar position as Sandman. It would seem one Mr. Charlie Kirk is coming after them. They are accusing Whoopi Goldberg of accusing Turning Points USA of supporting Nazis. I've not seen The View clip. I've not seen this Charlie Kirk clip. Hopefully we'll see both of them within this clip, but who knows? If not, we might have to go dig up the view clip. Nazis outside, four or five of them that looked as if they were paid Democrat operatives. Not the first time that would have happened. Not true to paid Democratic operatives. Hold on, let me let me show you what he is talking about. My dumbass didn't already have it ready to go. But I looked at it earlier, so it was right there at the top of my searches. Nazi flags displayed outside Turning Point USA Summit, attended by Trump, condemned as pure hatred by the Florida Holocaust Museum. This was on July 24th. This is a picture of the demonstrators. Do you think that looks like Democratic paid operatives? The Florida Holocaust Museum condemned the waving of anti-Semitic flags outside a conservative conference attended by former President Donald Trump. Protesters gathered outside of the Tampa Convention Center with Nazi flags, swastikas, the SSS logo, and anti-Semitic characters of Jews while the Turning Point USA Student Action Summit was taking place. 
Turning Point USA told Insider that the group was not connected to the event. According to Creative Loafing Tampa Bay, a local media outlet, the group distributed flyers blaming abortion on Jews. The media outlet said the flyers were distributed by the so-called Goyam Defense League, which, according to the Anti-Defamation League, was responsible for at least 74 anti-Semitic propaganda incidents in 2021. Florida Holocaust Museum's chairman, Mike Eagle, 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 that's probably Eagle, described the protesters as openly and proudly displaying genocidal symbols. In a statement, he said, carrying the Nazi flag or that of the SS, the organization responsible for some of the worst atrocities of the Holocaust, is an indefensible act of pure hatred. The statement continued, this isn't about politics or religion, it's about humanity. The Florida Holocaust Museum calls upon everyone, Jew and non-Jew, regardless of political affiliation, to condemn this blatant anti-Semitism in the strongest possible terms. This should matter to everyone, sir, it does. It does. Turning Point USA Conference included speeches by Trump, Representatives Matt Gaetz, Lauren Boebert, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, most of this list has been accused of making anti-Semitic remarks. So, you know, tell me how that's different than the views represented at TPUSA. If they were or they weren't, it's despicable, it's wrong, it's scum, it has no place in decent and civil society. We completely and totally denounced it. We tried to get our security, remove them. We sent students out there to debate and to try to mock them and get rid of them and get them the heck off the streets. That was our immediate response. That was well known. It was Their immediate response was to try to get security to get rid of them. But they have what's called free speech, Charlie. They were in a public area, you fucking fascist. Documented on digital social media. And so then The View has this whole thing outside that was happening. I'm sorry, The, the View had this whole segment where they're bashing. Oh, he, he's tore up about it. They start to really get very excited and more excited and more excited about it. Whoopi then goes all in, accusing us of letting Nazis into our event. And that's just kind of that little chime. All of a sudden, fire alarm at ABC in complete and total firestorm. Because then, after the break, Whoopi Goldberg gets a note from Legal, play cut 48. about the neo-Nazis at the Turning Point event. They were outside protesters. My point was more metaphorical. That you, you embraced them at your thing, I felt. So, I just, they were not... Always playing victim. No, He's too high for this shit. ...so-called Antifa, who are anti-fascist, that's what Antifa stands for, uh-huh. would go there and protest. Then Antifa would get a bad reputation. That's why, when I what? hear that Antifa is... Uh, right, but that's not... But let me just make sure that everybody... Because, you know, misunderstanding what people say is very big. Yes, yes, and Charlie Kirk did not play the original so-called disparaging remarks. He only played when you came back from break. The View has apologized 
for calling Turning Points USA Nazis following a season desist. Here is the segment, I believe. So on Monday, we talked about the fact that there were openly neo-Nazi demonstrators outside the Florida Student Action Summit. Oh, no, apparently this is the apology. I want to see the original. It has probably been taken down. I'll have to go to Twitter, won't I? Making me work for it. Making me work for it. So I guess this happened on Friday. <laughs> I get my own stream popping up. That's probably the segment, but I don't want to watch Jesse Waters watch it. I want to watch the actual segment. The one that Charlie, you're seeing it here. Hashtag soothe of you. I think it might have even trended. I want to see the original segment. I don't want to see the apology. Okay, that was an old clip Benny shared out. I won't watch the fucking... God damn it. New York Post, help me out here. Do you have the original clip? Hit me with it, New York Post. If it's the apology, I'm going to scream. There was a, this turn, what do you call it? This turning point conference. Beyond yes, here we go. In the front of turn, out there in front of the conference uh, with anti-Semitic um, slurs. And, um, you know, the Nazi swastika mm -hmm. and a picture of a so-called Jewish person with mm -hmm. exaggerated features, just like Her like Goebbels did in the Hitler in during the Third Reich. It's the same thing. So far, nothing has been said that's inaccurate. The New York Post has now edited the clip. If, if, if that's the clip, she said nothing that was inaccurate. If that's the clip, nothing inaccurate was said. Is this... Show me the whole fucking clip. Apparently, that's all it is. That is the only quote. That is the only quote. The Joy Behar. She said nothing that was inaccurate. And they're all like, I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Nothing was inaccurate about what she said. Try to fucking sue them. Try to sue them, stupid ass. Charlie Kirk. And these are the people that believe in, in free speech. Building, but right. they were in the mix of people at the thing. 
No, they weren't. So that smear continues. They were in the mix of the thing that were there. And so the view then doubles and triples and quadruples down on it. They were not in the building. They said nothing inaccurate, you stupid fuck. And Whoopi is so arrogant. She is so, let's just say, prideful. That's the word I'm looking for. That she can't tell. Wow, I'm not high enough for this shit. What happens is then we at Turning Point USA immediately issue a formal cease and desist letter, which then went totally viral. Turning Point USA issues cease and desist to ABC News over defamatory statements. So someone said right here, they emailed us, Charlie, why do you keep on talking? I bet you did, you tawny-faced fuck. Why don't you just ignore? That is the old Republican way of doing things. We don't do that around here. In fact, if you're going to smear teenagers, 15, 16, and 17-year-olds, like Nicholas Sandman and Kyle Rittenhouse, then we're going to stand up for our kids. Oh, just ignore them. They weren't They weren't smeared, sir. I'm not going to put up with that anymore. You can't call us a bunch of Nazis without facts, without any sort of basis. In fact, the facts show the opposite. Hey, Charlie Kirk, you're a fucking bunch of Nazis. TPUSA, you're all a bunch of fucking Nazis. We're talking to lawyers right now. Hey, Charlie, sue me. Sue me, Charlie. Sue me. TPUSA is a bunch of Nazis. Sue me, Charlie. Sue me. those of you that say, oh, Charlie, we have bigger problems. Hold on a second. The truth matters. The truth matters regardless. The truth is that you're a bunch of fucking Nazis. And you're trying to tell me we should allow Whoopi Goldberg to be able to smear your grandkid? Oh, that doesn't matter. That's what... I didn't, I didn't hear Whoopi say anything. I couldn't find... It. Granted, I can't find the fucking full clip. It's a little aggravating. Maybe I'll be able to find it once, once, once I'm off from stream. However, so far, all I've seen is the Joy Behar. I saw the Joy Behar clip that we watched was quoted in, in multiple pieces. I have not seen anything that Whoopi Goldberg said. And what and what Joy Behar said was factually accurate. Charlie Kirk. Is is my graphic of your face factually accurate? You live in sexual anarchy. Did I Photoshop it? Did I not Photoshop it? You may never know. You you're seeing his face right now. Compare it. Compare it. Take a real good look at Charlie Kirk's face. You live in sexual anarchy. Did I Photoshop it? Did I not Photoshop it? What you what you taking bets on? Apparently, they did try to drive them away, but let's face it, only because it's a a bad look, PR wise. He did. You you see these beautiful young people at our event. You see these 19 and 20-year-old Christian kids. This has implications for their futures and their careers. If it goes unchecked, they might be in a job. Kind of sounds like you're a groomer, sir. Sounds like you're grooming kids, to be honest with you. Sounds like TPUSA is a grooming organization. Is that just me? Is that just me? I'm really like, hey, Charlie, get the legal team on me. Come on, Charlie. It would be the best thing to ever happen in my career. I ain't got I ain't got fucking shit you can take from me. What you want my TV? <laughs> you gonna take my computer tower from me? Come on, Charlie. You gonna sue me for my PS5? 
Come on, Charlie. Come on. I want it so fucking bad. I want to beef with Charlie Kirk. That's it, guys. I want to beef with Charlie Kirk. I'm going to I'm going to tweet this video out all the fucking time. Constantly tagging Charlie Kirk, trying to get him to see it. I want you to sue me. TPUSA is a bunch of Nazis. You're a Nazi propagandist, Charlie Kirk. Let me let me say let me say it clearly. You, Charlie Kirk, are a Nazi propagandist. Clear as day, one sentence statement. I say with troll hair on my head. That'll be my legal argument, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary people in the crowd. I do a show with a troll head as a logo. How how is this not parody? How is this not covered under the First Amendment? I dare you to fucking sue me. I dare you to fucking sue me, Charlie Kirk. Please, please, please. Sorry, I got a little carried away there. It almost came. Almost came. Job interview five years from now. Oh, did you go to an event that allowed neo-Nazis in? They were in the mix, according to Whoopi Goldberg. It could prevent internships. It could prevent relationships. So, so we, we've got hypotheticals. Five years from now, it's going to cost somebody a job, possibly. What the fuck? And that's how you're going to play victim. That's how you're going to play victim, Charlie Kirk. Kid alive. Small-faced little twat. Oh, speaking of twats, football dude over here says if any of his players knock somebody up and they don't want the baby, he going to raise the baby. Jim, your, your faith is, is very important to you, and recently you made an appearance and, and spoke at a, at a pro-life charity event. Why did you think that was important to do, and did you receive criticism or support after that, after that appearance? Yeah, like you said, I mean, faith, family, football, um, I mean, those are those are my priorities. Oh, for those of you listening to the podcast, I might, I might need to read it. This is Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh. I know absolutely fucking nothing about sports. Apparently, he's angling for some kind of a job. I'm going to the, the the NFL or some shit. I'm not sure. He's trying to get publicity. I I don't know what the deal is with this guy, but he wants to, he wants to raise one of his players' kids if they have an unwanted kid. Yeah, like you said, I mean, faith, family, football. Um, I mean, those are faith, family, football. Fuck you, dude. It's, I just think that this this issue of of life of uh, saving life, uh, the, the abortion issue, is one that's it's so big that it, it needs to be talked about. It needs, it needs uh, serious conversation. What do you think? What do I think? What are other things? I mean, really, people really think about it. Uh, no, 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 like, what do you think? What do I think? No, 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 Nobody gives a fuck what two old white dudes think. With, with no due respect, sir. 
Nobody gives two shits what either of you crusty fucks think. It's none of your business, period, end of story, end of argument. I don't I don't know like I don't know why we have to keep talking about this. This is none of your business. Shut the fuck up. Really think about it. Um, you know, not so much like, hey, I don't want to get involved with that because uh, it's too big of an issue for that. I mean, this is, it's, a, it's a life or death type of issue. And, um, you know, I've, how, how, look, explain to me how this guy isn't a woke moralist. How is this not being a moralist? Fucking Jordan Peterson. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. He he's canceling abortion because of his his morality. I believe in, in and I respect people's people's views. But you know, let's hear them. Let's discuss them because there's passion. There's passion on both sides of this issue. What would I you don't respect your views. You bring up this idea of a discussion and how important it is. What would you do if a player or a female staff member yeah. of the Michigan football team came to you and said, Coach, I respectfully disagree with your stance can we discuss it yeah that's 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 what uh that's what we need to discuss it let's let's discuss it have have told them that and uh and it, it and it goes even further i mean uh i've told same thing i tell my my can i call you up can i say it's none of your fucking business our players our staff members uh you know i would encourage them if they have if they have a pregnancy that's you know wasn't planned uh you know to go through with it go through with it you know, let that, that unborn child be born. And if at that time uh, you, you don't feel like you can care for it, you don't have the means or the wherewithal, then Sarah and I will take that baby. Any player on our team, uh, any female staff member, any staff member, or anybody in, in our family. Or let me give you better advice. If you want to eat the fetus for whatever reason, it is your right to eat the fetus. You have a right not to be pregnant. For whatever the fuck reason, I and you know, like, like I, I've tried to make the rational arguments of all the reasons why abortion can should be legal uh, uh, for the plethora of for 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 rape for for incest for, for for like children have no business having children, but like honest to God, they're look it's just none of your fucking business, old crusty dude. It is a personal decision, no matter what, what your morality doesn't, your passion doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you may be passionate about it, but that's just an emotive argument. It is a personal decision, it is a medical decision between a woman and her doctor. Or a birth giver, because it pisses you off so bad, a birth giver. Or someone, someone uh, capable of pregnancy, you stupid fuck right-winger. I hope you got triggered by me saying that. A person capable of pregnancy. Triggered. Oh, sorry, I went on a little tangent there. Fuck this dude. Fuck you, Jim Harbaugh. Suck a Harbaugh. Our extended family that 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 uh, doesn't feel like after they have a baby that they can take care of for it. We got a big house. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll raise that baby. I don't trust that 
they would be well taken care of to be a, just because you have a big house don't mean you love them don't mean you wouldn't be mentally abusive you 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 Christian nationalist fuck just saying all right this is not a uh, this is not a thing that I would usually cover here on the troll patrol but we're an all-encompassing news show and this is kind of big news. Uh, I almost mentioned it last night before there was a drawing. I'm feeling glorious this morning. Uh, One person in Huntley is waking up a million dollars richer as the Mega Millions lottery jackpot grows to more than a billion. Yes, billion dollars. Roseanne joins us with more. Good morning, Roseanne. Is it you? I wish, but you know I wouldn't be standing here, Anita. Actually, Friday's jackpot could now be a record breaker. But how about that million dollar winner? She'd be like, fuck this place, I'm gone. If they know yet. So listen up. The ticket was sold at the JM Food Shop on North Illinois, Route 47 in Huntley. So congratulations to the store and the winner. Now, if you lost, no worries. You have another chance to lose Friday. Well, let's face it. (laughs) You have another chance to lose. I like her. Million dollar pot has almost three days to grow. Last night's drawing was the... I love that. I love that. He said if you lost on what was I guess it was a Tuesday night drawing. Don't worry, you have another chance to lose on Friday. <laughs> ah, ah, that's fantastic. Congratulations to the store and the winner. Now, if you lost, no worries. You have another chance to lose Friday. Well, let's face it, that's not going to deter a lot of people. The billion-dollar pot has almost three days to grow. Last night's drawing was the 29th with no winner, and that set the Internet on fire. The Mega Millions website actually went down for a couple of hours. And while some people will undoubtedly buy another ticket, we also found some who think that kind of money could simply ruin your life. I'm not a fan of the lottery, just to be honest. It'll you be shouldn't be. Could ruin your life. Yeah, a, a lot of times too, when you see people that win the lottery, those are people who go bankrupt really quickly. And I love what I do with my life. Uh, I have my own job <laughs> or my own entrepreneur company that I started. So I wouldn't want that to like sway me in a direction that I wouldn't want to go. I will retire, pay off my house, pay for my kids' college, and just travel the world. Yeah, I think most of us still dream about what we would do, but we do. I'd buy an island, still do the show. Write your name on the back of your ticket right now. Make an appointment with the lottery to go claim your prize, and between now and then, find a very good hiding place. Maybe, maybe if I can get Charlie Kirk and TP USA to sue me, I can win the lottery. I can give you something that's a lot like winning the lottery right now if you guys are into it. You want to see some silly goats? You want to see some silly goats? Apparently they got dance moves. Oh my god, it's it's like a, the goat is uh, training for dressage. Dressage. That goat was on the back of a sheep. Oh, I want to pick up a baby goat. I want to. I want to pick up a baby goat. Ah, oh, yes, Dustin. Oh, well, I want to end with a palate cleanser. 
Every show always ends with some kind of animal video, and tonight it's goats. I can't sit here and bombard you with, like, all the troubles of the world. Because if I'm going to do the daily news, it's like, monkeypox, COVID, Biden's incompetent, recession, 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 cop shooting, cop shooting, mass shooting, apparently cop baptism. This is utterly ridiculous. They're drinking from a cow water. Is that is that good? Is that a thing that you're supposed to do? Is that kosher? Oh, it's like a goat and a chicken. A little baby chicklet. That's sweet as fuck. I want to hold this goat. Merkin, have I said hi to you tonight? Hi, Merkin. I'm trying. I'm trying to say hi to everybody. Goats are awesome. I fucking love goats. I love pretty much all animals. I'm not really into the, the you know the scaly or the buggy kind. But hey, I've got friends that are totally into the bugs, and they got some cool bugs. I got friends that are into the scaly kinds of animals. I love it, but like. I would cuddle a goat, but like they're kind of mean. Like I've 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 petted a a full grown goat. I never like a goat wet. I don't know. Or they're called a kid, aren't they? That's like a baby goat. Oh, I bet it's making a funny noise. But it's got it's got some music. I'll get popped for copyright if I turn the music on. These kind of videos always are like that. There's like a company. There's several companies that just copyright viral internet videos. So they can ping you on the YouTube and shit. It's a business. I hate capitalism. I want a very, very, very small scale, regional, citywide capitalist like Italian restaurants competing with each other in one market is a good thing. Uh, local news stations all owned by different people competing with each other in one market is a good thing. But it has to be it has to be brought down on a very, you know, micro scale. Look at that baby dance. There shouldn't be these corporations that own all the media in the local markets. Pisses me off. Also, it's detrimental to my career. But it's detrimental to us as a population that consumes media. Oh, I'm not, I haven't been in the politics category. If you're watching on Twitch, it is intellectual dollar tree time. We're going to head over and hang out with HK and producer Dave. One of the last, one of the last episodes from this studio, producer Dave, uh, getting his move on. So I don't, I don't know how many more, I don't know how many more episodes, uh, there will be. This might be the last episode from this studio of the intellectual dollar tree. So go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack.
I'm Justin Freakin. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.